coming to you once again from the hideout, the official. Uh, it, we're going to just start going with that. The official podcast Where, of the official San Antonio Gunslingers. There isn't anybody else. Maybe if somebody else comes along, then we'll have to battle for that. No one's going to come along because but, but how, how, how can you top what's already out there? Well, but there's always imitators. <laughs> like when good things happen, when amazing things are going on, and you're like, wow, that show's really awesome. Yeah. Then you get imitators. And so when the imitators come along, then we'll battle them. Sure, and that's fine. But for now... Um, we are official because we're officially hanging out in the hideout. This is our third show from the hideout, the uh, offices of the gun slingers. And we're even yep. more official today. Um, yeah, I'm Philip Higginbotham. You're listening to the Smoking Guns podcast. We are a podcast that deals with San Antonio football exclusively uh, or, or mainly. It's not exclusively because we talk football some other places too. Yeah, we do. But mainly... Uh, the brand of football that is the San Antonio Gunslingers, the greatest thing to ever happen to football in San Antonio. And that's going to be happening uh, this year. 2021 yeah. is here. Happy we New can Year, say guys. goodbye to 2020. Good riddance. And kick its butt as it walks out the door. I hope we all did that. Um, I, I almost use an expletive. expletive. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Me too. Several times <laughs> in 2020. Several times. Uh, my name is Philip Higginbotham. I am one of the hosts. I am joined, as always, by Leo Yamas. He is one of the other hosts. What's up, fans? And we have sad news. Yeah. Um, we are not joined, as we always are, by R.C. Wood. She is not with us today. Not today. No. Uh, she will be back. She is not. Uh, she has not disappeared from the show and certainly not from Gunslinger World. And you know that if you're on Facebook because you get every post oh, yeah. uh, that R.C. <laughs> puts out there. But she was busy when we needed to record and so we have we've gone into our bullpen, and we've pulled, uh, I guess, an uh, an equally next man decent, up. yeah, next man up. Um, it is Jason Torres, part of the ownership group of the San Antonio Gunslingers. He's hanging out with us today here in the hideout, um, and he's going to talk to us because big news is imminent or here there is some big news that's here lots of news yeah. and then there's big news that's imminent very very soon and uh he was trying to walk us through what we could say and what we couldn't say and finally we were like you know what rc's not going to be here we got a free mic uh why don't you come sit in with us and you can say what you want to say and you cannot say what you don't want to say so jason how's 2021 treating the gunslinger so far so far so good uh, uh thank you for having me i know uh rc is a pillar in this show and Hopefully I can be somewhat of a substitute, but glad to be here. So You're just going to have to shake pom-poms occasionally pom-poms, yeah. and uh, some of that kind <laughs> of stuff. He's looking so. for them. You know what? I have my keys. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's <laughs> I something. My, I got my keys. That's about it. Uh, there is no replacing RC. I think we all realize that and recognize that. Uh, it's going to be a different kind of show today. And uh, when we sat down here uh, and we're putting together the uh, mobile studio, I mentioned it's going to be a different kind of show. Um, yeah. And it's not a different that I want to do very often. So um, RC will be back here in a couple of weeks. We'll continue on with Gunslinger football. But for now, um, we're going to go through some of the new information and, and uh, some of the news that we have as far as the Gunslingers are concerned. And um, if you just miss RC a ton, if you just you can't make it through a full episode of the Smoking Guns podcast without RC, I got good news for you we will have a phone call with her at one point because yeah. while she couldn't be here with us, she's still available. Um, so we'll be talking to her in one of the later segments and uh, just kind of chatting with her about the new year. And she wants to talk some about cheerleader tryouts, which are coming up pretty soon. We'll talk to Jason some about that too. So uh, got a really full show for you. 
got lots of information, uh, and we just got to kind of get to it. Uh, it's 2021. We are, the countdown has begun, Jason. Like, um, it's coming fast. I don't know if yeah, you noticed or not. Started. I don't know if you're paying attention, but March <laughs> is going to be here before we know it. And that's, that's when we're supposed to kick this thing off. Is that right? Yes, sir. Uh, March 20th is the, the tentative scheduled first game. And, uh, I try not to sleep so my day can go slower cause it's going by too fast. It is, uh, you know, Hector and I were talking the other day and it's like, Yesterday was April of 2020 when we just announced on Facebook, and here we are now. It's it's creeped up on us faster right. than we expected. It's been a whirlwind, huh? It really has. We've yeah. accomplished a lot, but we still have a long way to go. And we'll always have a long way to go because, you know, we're learning and adapting every day to, sure. to this new thing. So, um, But so far, so good. So we made it through training camp. Training camp uh, was out at um, Sport. D, sport sporty, I, yes. sporty, sporty, sporty complex. Yeah. Um, but you're now moving into a different kind of phase of putting this team together. We're moving into regular practices now. Yes. So, uh, we and returned. are you still going to be out at sporty? We, we are. Yes. Okay. We're still going to be at sporty. Um, still Wednesdays and Thursdays are our typical two, two and a half hour practice. However, this time is different because in the beginning, uh, October, November, December was training camp. So it was kind of weeding out who was going to be on this team. And now we're in the phase of who's going to be on that 21 man active roster because we still have 30 guys. So only 21 can suit up on game day and nine of them will be on the practice squad. So now it's really fine tuning the details, getting more extensively into the playbook uh, and, and seeing what we have because we have made some uh, unfortunate cuts. It's the name of the business. Um, But we've also brought in some talent from, from out of state, from locally. So let's, Let's start on one side of that equation really quickly. There have been some names that came out. We've had some discussions with you on the cut list that we were kind of ultimately surprised by. Um, what are some of those names yeah. that, that Gunslingers fans and folks that have been listening to the show may have heard that ultimately just aren't aren't with us right now? And that doesn't mean they won't always be, you know, that'll always be the case. But for right now, they don't fit what you're trying to do as a team. What are some of those names? Um, so, unfortunately, we had uh, we had to cut Samari Wright. Okay. Um, incredible athlete. Uh, just unfortunate, you know, with this business, you know, it's not the NFL. It's not CFL. You're not going to get 250000 K plus a year. Right. So it's not going to be your primary source of income. So unfortunately, some of the moves that we had to make uh, with, with cuts in respect to that is because some of these guys didn't make it out to training camp as often as they'd like, or maybe they did underperform. Um, so... Well, and Samari Wright is he's linebacker, so he's at one of those position groups where you already had a really solid deep, stable yeah. of guys. It yeah. was a deep position. Right. right. Um, so getting a chance to stay on that roster would have been um, difficult. You've still got Cody Brooks. You've still got Pierre Turner. JB? Yes. JB. Butler's yep. still there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's three, and typically in an eight-man system, you only run two Correct. at a time. Correct. Um, so the depth there, I mean – it's always we talk about this in any brand of football. Where do you keep people? Where do you you know? Where do you want to be deeper? Where do you not? Do you want to carry two quarterbacks or three quarterbacks? Do exactly. you want to carry, you know, four lineback inside linebackers or two inside? You know, all uh, of that yeah. kind of stuff. So rough game, position. Right. Unfortunately, and like just him in particular, we just didn't get an opportunity to really look at him. Um, he was kind of busy. Uh, we understand work and family come first. So uh, we didn't right. have an opportunity to really take a look at him. However, again, yes, we are we are deep. So when you when you account for okay, you're the fourth man 
at linebacker, and you can only have 21 active guys, and we've already determined, well, one's already taken by the kicker. That's an automatic. And then right. we're, yep. we're going to have two uh, active quarterbacks on the active roster. So you just mm-hmm. trimmed it down considerably to who you can pick on offense and defense, right? right? So, um, you know, <laughs> unfortunately – you know, we got to make decisions that we really don't want to. Crazy right. when you think about it. Kicker and two quarterbacks, that's already 10% of your roster right there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> any other big names out there that people might have heard? Um, might have heard on our show? There's one guy I can think of that was, I think, on our show at one point. I, I believe D'Angelo. Yeah. D'Angelo was cut, unfortunately. Yeah. At the uh, running back position, right? Yes. And, and you know what? That position is going to become more scarce. Uh, as we move along, unfortunately, because it's not a position that's t- uh, typically utilized that often unless you're in a goal line situation. And we've talked about that yeah. here on the show. In eight-man football, you don't run the ball. Like, right. that's not a thing. I mean, very uh, pass-heavy. Let me, let, me, uh, <laughs> let me augment, let me audible out of that a little bit. You don't run the ball on purpose. Uh, right. You may run the ball when your protection collapses. That's why you want an athletic quarterback. Right. Yep. But you're not going to run the ball a lot uh, as design. The Correct. field is small. There, the the gap to run through is infinitesimally very. Let's go with very small. Yes. Um, compared to uh, a much wider field, a much bigger field. Yeah. You've got eight guys instead of eleven on each team, so you're only cutting three guys off. The, but it's a quarter of the size of the field. So uh, you run the ball. There's somebody right on top of you as soon as you get that ball in your hand. Right. Um, Again, but, another unfortunate decision sure. that we had to make. Um, but don't get me wrong, you know, and, and I know D'Angelo, and I've uh, coached him, I've played with him, phenomenal talent. Wherever he goes, um, which I su- suspect that he's going to go back to 11-man, mm-hmm. he's going to tear it up. Sure. He's going to do his thing. So. Sure. Yeah, what's interesting or what I think is important is fans who pay attention to the pro game and certainly the NFL game, when you get cut from a team, it's really kind of devastating. Right. Um, that is not the same deal here. It, it just may be that it doesn't fit the system that this team wants to run. You may wind up somewhere else on this level fairly quickly. Correct. Um, and you may wind up back. I mean, things change through the season. Like, that's that's one thing we reiterated to everybody that gets cut is yep. the fact that don't don't lose hope. Focus on your craft. Stay in shape because you never know. We can call you back as we have with some of our guys that we brought back. Right. Um, Any two, names there we'd recognize? Yeah, yeah. Two, two guys that uh, we originally cut in the very beginning, uh, William Richardson. Hey, and, Boss uh, Hog. Boss Hog. And, yeah. uh, and J.C. Collier, uh, two guys that, you know, left early uh, in training camp, but now we have called them back. Um, and J.C., I'll always remember J.C. Collier, uh, the signing day, the first signing day we were right here in this office. We asked all of these guys, you know, you want to come on the podcast? And all of them, sure, I guess. And some of them were like, yeah, absolutely. And JC is the quietest guy I think I've ever met in my life. And he's spoken, yeah. He's like, no, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But uh, that's great to hear that uh, JC will be back out there uh, attempting to earn one of those 21 spots. And then our our buddy, Boss Hog. Like, it's not a secret that we really like him here at the show, um, here at the Smoking Guns podcast. But... Uh, there is training camp started. I don't think that no matter how much you like William, he wasn't ready for training camp. He wasn't prepped. Yeah. He, yeah. he had to make a, a bunch of corrections to, to himself, uh, mentally, yeah. physically, 
and uh, and, and had a lot going on in his life at that right, time. Right. And and coach said, hey, listen, if if you can get right by this time and you can demonstrate that you got right by this time, we'll take another look at you. It doesn't guarantee you a spot on this roster, sure. but it'll mm-hmm. give you an opportunity to really put 100% towards this thing. And that's exactly what we're doing for both of them, and, not just uh, William. And what was incredible about William Richardson is uh, all of the things that I think you guys asked. And, and uh, if I remember correctly, take a break from the social media. You don't need to be out there putting all of your business out there all of the time. Right. And you need to get conditioned a little better. Right. And so he did. He kind of disappeared off yeah. social media. And then we talked in the last episode, I think. I saw him like Video, that week yeah. of, and he looked better. Trim yeah, I, I think he lost uh, 28, 30 pounds almost. Almost 30 pounds. Yeah. I got wow. to hook up with that dude then. Because <laughs> I need to do something similar to that. Yeah, he obviously followed through. So uh, far. Yeah. I mean, nothing's permanent. You know, nothing is mm-hmm. set in stone. Right. Um, but right now he's looking better. It's good to hear that he's going to be back around sure. uh, the team. Uh, just a gregarious guy. Just a fun guy to be around when he's in a good mood. When he's not in a great <laughs> mood. Um, <laughs> just like most football players, uh, you don't really want to be around them. Uh, you're bringing in some guys, too, you mentioned. Yeah, so we brought in a quarterback from Seattle, Washington. His name is Nathan Mace. And um, I think he's already a listener. Like, I think he's already liked the show. I think he's yeah, already friend-requested me. I think same. he's a very, very humble guy. He's he's very down-to-earth. Um, we had a, a private workout for him yeah. uh, during the Christmas weekend. And... Uh, Coach didn't pull any punches. He gave him, you know, he, sure. he showed him off the bat, you know, and, and this was supposed to be a thing of, you know, we told the guys, anybody that was going to volunteer and run some routes, we're going to have fun. This, this is for fun. This isn't, you know, official. However, that that uh, that did a 180. <laughs> they were looking at me like, why did you lie? Because <laughs> Coach was out there and he, he was making them do sprint after sprint after sprint, running this route, running that route. I mean, he just obliterated everybody, not just Nathan, everybody, but he wanted to show Nathan that, look, this is the way it is, this way it's going to be. So if you don't like it now, you know. You're really not going to like it later. Don't don't, don't, don't <laughs> yeah. get too comfortable, you know. You can go back home. So, But, no, he did a fantastic job under duress and pressure that coach was giving him for those uh, about two hours. And Yeah. So, uh, so as it stands right now, your quarterbacks on your roster are David – David Oliveira and Nathan Mace. And Nathan yes, Mace. Yes, yes. Armand's moving over to the wide receiver side. Yes. And he's still here, right? He He's still here. He uh, One of your favorite guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. It is. I, I'm a fan of his, but but he knows that, um, you know, I treat him the same as everybody else. Sure. If, if you right. don't perform, sorry, bro, you got to go. I mean, same, you know. Oh, it's good. almost worse. I've seen you at practice with him. <laughs> yeah, because another guy can, can miss a catch, and you're like, man. Well, our mom misses a catch. You call him over and berate him. You're making right. me look bad because everybody knows I like you. Favorite you, you as know. in you live, your favorite guy to talk smack with at practice. Well, right? you know what it is, is because I've seen him play previously in sure. eight man and 11 man, and I know what he's capable of. So when he doesn't right. do as well as he should perform, then I'm like, come on, bro. You know, <laughs> you know, you can do better than that. And you're making me look bad. So cut the crap. <laughs> well, excellent. It sounds like the team is coming together. It's good to know you're going to yeah. be out at Sporty. I know that at one time you were looking at maybe a different place to practice, but uh, just an excellent place. And sunsets there are amazing. Absolutely. Like, that's an yeah. incredible place to stand uh, out at Old Pearsall Park and watch the sunset. If you've never seen it, you need to go out there. You still having fans out at practices, or do they need to stay away for now? 
Um, so as far as I know, as long as they maintain social distance, wear a mask, we can have fans at practice. Gotcha. If they want to come out, uh, we encourage it. Take a look at these core guys. That come we got. through the main gate, pay your $3 or yeah. whatever sport he needs, Absolutely. and come watch practice, get excited about the gunslinger season. There's some there's some new talent on the team that came uh, a week before Christmas, before we ended training camp. Yeah, I want to mm-hmm. talk about one of those guys. I don't know if it's the same guy I'm thinking of, but I wanted to give you a heads up on who to watch out for. Uh, okay. His name is Joey Fisher. He's number 88. Uh, uh Really, really strong. Oh yeah, I, okay. Receiver. I remember this guy. Yeah, uh, I mean, banged head to head with JB Butler. Okay, so nice. He's definitely uh, one to look out for. Good so deal. Talking yeah. about deep positions, wide receiver is even yeah. more deep now. Yeah, it sounds like it is. It and is. that and that's not a bad thing with you know uh, arena football. Like we said, it's a pass heavy passing, league. Pass sure. heavy league. So. Uh, you want to be, uh, if at any position, that's the position you want to be deep at. Yeah, I, I think uh, receiver and offensive line is where we want to be deep at. We want to yeah. have a healthy rotation uh, yeah. for that. And, and you know, really confuse these defenses. Sure. I mean, they're going to get accustomed to a certain set of starting three, and then all of a sudden halftime you're like, well, well who are these three guys? And they're just right. as good as yeah. the starters. So that's, that's the game plan. Uh, there was one other guy that was out there the last night of training camp that was really impressive to me. I talked about him on the last show. I didn't get a name, uh, but he was. He spent a lot of time at running back. He was, he was diminutive. He was tiny. He was a small guy. Speedy uh, Bustamante. Bustamante. Is he still going to be working out with you guys? He's still working out with us, and uh, he's still five foot two, but he's still fast. I'll tell you what's <laughs> great. He's five fast. Two. Wow. <laughs> he's fast. Uh, and quick, and those are two different things. Yes. But he's fast, he's quick, and he could take a hit. Like he, he was not, he, he was not afraid to yeah. stand there, receive a pass, and take a hit from behind, and still be standing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. At the end of that that exchange, so I was really impressed by him in the one practice I saw him in, and I was really kind of hoping we would see more. I don't know if I don't know if he will ultimately be the fit that we want him to be, but I felt like. Two practices, which I think is all he really got with the team, was not enough to say he wasn't going to fit. Yeah, he, he only had two. Um, however, it was enough to, I mean, keep him for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll continue to look at him. Um, but, yeah, fast, sure. take a hit. Um, quiet, doesn't say much uh, during practice. You just tell him what role you need to fill, you know, have him fill in, and he does what he's asked. So, Gotcha. What's his, I, I wasn't there. Everything I've heard, I'm, I'm intrigued. So I'd like yeah. to see it the next practice and, and be there. Hopefully I get a chance to see him. Uh, you said 5-2. Uh, what's his build like, more or less? What's his weight? God, I don't know his weight, but I would have to put it somewhere probably around like probably 140. Yeah. 135, 140. Yeah, maybe. But, oh, but he's okay. stout. He's, he's, yeah. in, he's in great shape. You look uh-huh. at his thighs and his calves, he's cut up. He's, you know, he's, so he's built, he's, he's made. Well, and like I say, he was taking hits from our linebackers and yeah. not backing down off those hits and was standing when they were not. After and we've some got of some big hits. linebackers. People. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it, it's funny. Cause some of the linebackers during the plays were like, Oh, we, that's not fair. We can't see him. Can't I remember Cody, was Cody Brooks. I'm going to call him out. That was Cody Brooks. So, so when he did that, I was like, I, I, I was calling it. He's the secret annexation of Puerto Rico play. Yeah. When we bring him in. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, all jokes aside, that is an interesting wrinkle to be able to throw, to have somebody coming out of the backfield that ultimately they're past you before you realize they're on the field. Yeah, absolutely. Is, is something that other teams have used. Maurice Jones drew was as, successful as he was partly because he was a smaller guy and you could not see him until he was yeah. coming through the line. Yep. And that meant something. Um, so 
there's something to that. And uh, having him in motion or having him back behind the line and coming out of there, you don't know which way he's coming out. Um, and by the time you figure it out, by the time he rounds this side of the line, if you've guessed wrong, you're out of position. You're not going to make it back. Yeah, and then uh, we also signed a another offensive lineman, uh, really stout, really good uh, offensive lineman, Zach Hester of UTSA. He was a oh. was he there? Yeah, at the final, he yeah. was the big guy. Yeah. He, so David Enzel do I think is like six four, yeah. six three and a half, six four, and he makes David look small. So. Yeah, that's David Big Guy, remember? We yeah. couldn't pronounce his last name, yeah. so yeah. We, I told him, too. We yeah. just call you David Big Guy. This guy's and he's a small guy next to this guy. Yeah, so when when that's. you factor in, uh, my, my hopes are, I, I don't make these decisions, Coach does. Sure. Uh, but, I mean, I could definitely see David at left guard, Zach Hester at right, and probably uh, William Richardson at center. Mm. I think, good God. Yeah. That should give our quarterbacks, like, till tomorrow. Yeah, to, to throw, so. <laughs> and that's good. And I think I said this on the last show. One thing about David that I think he needs is time. Yeah. He yes. makes good decisions when he has, to, and that's almost every quarterback. Like he makes great decisions when he has time. He makes great throws when he has time. He gets a little skittish, um, skittish a yeah. little quick footed when there's not time. He um, starts dancing a little bit. Eric England, JB, Cody, Pierre coming at you. <laughs> yeah. no. I'd be skittish too. Would yeah. you be skittish, right? <laughs> to be fair, that's true. That's certainly true. Yeah. Um, it's it's much easier to stand. Just one of those guys would make me skittish. Yeah, because, I mean, just even just the front line, you know, Ben Kane, Ivan, Eric yeah. England, mm-hmm. and Jonathan Taylor coming at you. Jonathan Taylor is a beast. Like, he I've is. watched him at practice, and yeah. I've talked before about how I like Ben Kane and the way he just kind of – Takes care of his business quietly and doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. I love that. Um, I was watching Jonathan Taylor the last couple of practices. I'm out there and I'm like, man, this guy looks good. Yeah. He looks good coming off the and quiet, side of the line. Quiet. He just does his job. And I like those kind of guys. I like the guys that don't need to talk. They just do their business. You know, they do their job. Absolutely. Do their business. Yeah. Sounds wrong. <laughs> they do their job. All right. Well, let's take a break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about some not great news. Um, but we'll talk about how it's it's not bad news either. And, Adjustments. Uh, then we yeah. will jump on a call. We'll try to grab a, a hold of RC and we'll jump on a call. Talk with RC some about what's going on with her. Yep. Uh, so we'll be right back. Stick with us, Smoking Guns Podcast. We'll be back in just a minute. All right, it's getting time. We are in 2021. Finally, the gunslingers, uh, it is the year of the gunslinger. And that means it's the year of the smoking gun podcast as well. If you own a business, if you have a buddy that owns a business, who's looking for an affordable way to reach thousands of football fans, um, just reach out to us. It's smoking guns, pod smoking with no G, no G <laughs> guns with a Z P O D at gmail.com. We can get you all, all hooked up. We've got lots of different places, but I'll be honest. We're starting to get some of those slots filled in. This is the time to jump on board. The season is here. We're fixing to go to weekly shows. Um, this yeah. is the time. We're getting ready to, to be roll. a sponsor of the show. We've got. We can put your name on top of the show. You can present the Smoking Guns podcast. You can be part of our mobile studio setup, or you can just be an ad running right in this space right here where we're talking to you. Um, we've got all kinds of different options, all kinds of different dollar amounts. And all of that is negotiable. So hit us up. Let's start talking about a way to bring your business on board with the Smoking Guns podcast so that hundreds and thousands of football fans throughout the season here for the Gunslingers can hear all about your product. 
smokingunspod at gmail.com. That's smoking no G. Pa, uh, Pods with a Z. Yeah, no, guns with a Z. Guns with a Z. <laughs> and then P-O-D, P-O-D. <laughs> at gmail.com. And we'll get you all set up on being a sponsor of the Smoking Guns Podcast. Speaking of sponsors of the Smoking Gun Podcast, Teardrop Pepper Co. has been with us since the beginning, and we love these guys. Yes. We love their product. We cannot say enough good things. Did you see the thing that uh, Herman put on yes, the other I day? Yes, I did. Yeah. Herman Robles, who's one of our patrons, uh, put something up on Facebook the other day that said, I can't imagine food without golden habanero on it. He's like, it goes with everything. It does. It goes with everything. I love it on my pizza, but it will go on anything. The golden habanero. And they've got the new little brother, the Supreme Serrano. Serrano. Yep. Um, good stuff, too, for sure. You could go online. It's not going to be in your store. Unfortunately, they haven't no. made it into your HEB yet, but you can go online to teardroppepperco.com. Use the offer code ARENA, save 10% on your order, and they will ship it out to you super fast. Really fast. And you will be enjoying it by, if you order today, if you're listening the day this comes out on Wednesday, and you order today by Monday Night Football. Oh, for sure. I think you'll be, you'll be uh, marinating your... Um, your wings, steak in it or steak, your wings, pork chops, whatever. Um, with this stuff, uh, they get it to you super fast. It's you've ordered twice from there, and it's come fast. Both yeah, times. I think yeah. I'm getting close to a third time. I'm gonna need to. Yeah, it's uh, and I may need to go in with you on that order. So, yeah. order now, and don't just order a bottle. Like that's not gonna get you anywhere. Um, go ahead and order a couple of bottles because by the time you realize how great this stuff is, you're not gonna want to be out of it for any amount of time. Right. It'll go great on all your tailgating stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about tailgating a little later in the show and, and what tailgating might look like for the gunslingers and for gunslinger games. You need to have some teardrop uh, golden habanero or Supreme Serrano ready for that tailgate. Oh, yeah. So go online, teardroppepperco.com. Use the offer code arena. Save 10%. Follow them also on social media at teardroppepperco. Smoking Guns Podcast, Filipino album, Leo Yamas, and the owner, Jason Torres, uh, sitting in the hideout talking about Gunslingers football here in 2021, the year of the Gunslinger. Uh, so we talked a little bit about the players. We talked a little bit about what the team's going to look like. And we thought that we were going to have a real awesome opportunity to see that team come together here yeah. in a couple of weeks. But that's not going to happen. So... Uh, if you're, if you're keeping track and most of you are, if you're listening to the show, you're keeping track. Um, we were scheduled to play the El Paso Buccaneers on January 16th, 16th. Yeah. Um, but we've made no, we've made no secret on this show that that was, there, there was always a possibility that could change. We knew we said so because uh, of COVID is what it is. The enemy. Yeah. Still here. It is. It's still yeah. here and we're still dealing with it. And it turns out that, uh, just what we were afraid of. Um, is kind of what is going to um, cause some issues, and we're not going to be able to play on the 16th, right, Jason? No, we're not. Unfortunately, we had to make the difficult decision to cancel that game. Um, as everybody knows, you know, COVID is still very prevalent. Right. The numbers, um, in fact, have increased um, and not decreased. Um, El Paso and San Antonio are both hot spots. Yep. And, uh, you know, we just felt in the best interest of the safety, uh, health and safety of all the players, owners, um, coaches that we just cancel and reschedule for a later date to be determined. Um, we do 
anticipate that we're still going to do that preseason game. However, we don't know when. Uh, it would be immature to say, yeah, let's let's do yeah. it. You know, this week in February. But again, we don't know how these numbers are going to go. We don't know who's going to be affected because, unfortunately, um, we've had members of our organization test positive for COVID. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, to to do something prematurely is just putting everybody's health at risk, and right. we're not going to do that. Well, and you were telling us before we jumped on here, before we jumped on the air, that they are actually using the arena that the Buccaneers are going to use yes. as a hospital area right now yeah they've kind of set so up there like ain't no tents. way we can be like yeah. hey take yeah. your sick people out of right. the way we want to play football <laughs> right i mean exactly. that's that's not gonna happen that's right. just we wouldn't do that you guys i say we like i'm part of the organization but we wouldn't <laughs> uh or, or you wouldn't no um, not at all. that's not that's not the way you handle business no um there are some things that are more important not a lot but there are some things that are more important than football um, Absolutely. Not a ton of those things, but this is definitely it's a short one. list. But yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Um, so we're not doing the El Paso game. No, we're not on the 16th. Um, and that's a bummer. Unfor- unfortunately, yes. Um, what I can tell you is um, nothing is set in stone. There are talks, though, of us having a joint practice. Yeah. Very much like the NFL does with sure. another team uh, in our division. Um, we're not. A privilege to to say who just yet, right? But we are in talks to have a, at least a joint practice that will be open to the public with social distancing and mask wearing. Um, so at least yeah, they could have some form of entertainment, and we anticipate that to be here in San Antonio. Hey, at Sporty Complex, nice. So we we've already said that hey. we would like to host that. Um, so you know, again, you're not going to get your typical scrimmage arena game with the walls and the padding and all of that, but to at least see us up against another team in in some form. Getting some work in, I think, will be beneficial. It'll, sure. it'll give a little bit of peace of mind to the fans. It's always good to get hits on someone who's not on your own roster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. And just in case, again, I, I think I'm going to go back to this a lot here over the next uh, couple of months. If you're thinking, and this is just what I thought, this is going to be a rinky-dink kind of thing, um, recognize that the NFL did not have the preseason that they usually have. Nope. They did not have the training camps that they usually have. Everything they did was augmented, too. If the NFL can't pull it together with their ultimately, I mean, they print money in the NFL. If they couldn't make it happen on that level. Bottomless wallets. Yeah. (laughs) If they didn't make it happen on that level, it would be irresponsible for us as fans to go, why isn't everything with your preseason going exactly the way you said it would? Yeah, exactly. That would be ridiculous. And, And people also have to bear in mind that we're at the mercy of a lot of government county city facilities oh, yeah, that we for use. sure so if they say you know you're not using it this week or we're closed for this or because we're doing that there's nothing we can do about it you well know? and you don't and again not to play the this isn't the nfl card too much but you don't have any kind of the same kind of of uh pull that the no. nfl does or the nba does like it's just not there no not at all. um maybe we'll get there one day that's the goal but <laughs> Uh, that's not where we're at right now. And even the NFL, like, look, the NFL is patting themselves on the back this week. I'm sure you've seen it. They're they're all excited that they completed all the games on the schedule. Have you seen this? 256 yeah. games, and they were all done. 
However, yeah, yeah. Uh, you had Tuesday games, Wednesday games, yeah. non-Sunday games. You moved games around all over the schedule. You you really played a game without a quarterback, some teams. played a game you without played running a, backs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, not only that, but you had whole stadiums that were closed to teams that were that's their home stadium. Practically the entire yeah. season. Yeah. Um, so It was a mess. You had the San Francisco <laughs> you know, 49ers become the Arizona 49ers for four games or oh, whatever yeah, that right. was. Yeah, that's right. I mean, and that's in the NFL. Right. So are are is COVID going to affect the AAL? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. And you know what, to be honest with you, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I think we're we're holding on okay. Yeah. You know, we could have packed up shop and said, Jesus, this thing is just so bad that let's let's shoot for twenty twenty two and you know, hopefully everything's over by then. But you know what, me and Hector, uh Jonathan, we're we're pushing hard, we're pushing strong and we're trying to make, you know, the best out of all of this. And sure. I think we're doing all right. I agree. I mean I would agree. Uh, so, we do still have a possibility of maybe some joint practice scrimmage, maybe even uh, a preseason game in there before we get to March, possibly. It would, it would be safe to say uh, a joint practice is on the table and a possibility of a pre, one preseason game mm-hmm. before the season starts. And we're talking about both of those ultimately being here where fans can interact with those. Yeah. That is correct, yes. Yeah, so that's a big deal. I mean, look, I was excited as anybody else was about El Paso, about going to El Paso and seeing a preseason game. Yeah, I was not excited about an eight-hour drive to El Paso to go see a preseason game. Like, I was going to go, and I was excited, and then we were going to bring it to you as part of the uh, as the broadcast team, and we're still going to be active yes. um, as far as that right. is concerned. But um, – I, I was not looking forward to an eight-hour bus ride or car ride or whatever. That an eight-hour an eight-hour drive sucks. An eight-hour drive to El Paso <laughs> sucks even worse. I've done it. There's nothing but There's desert nothing. that way. So. There is just nothing out there. I've never done it. I mean, as you guys know, I'm from New York, so I I make the drive three four times a year to New York. But I can't imagine driving where there's nothing. But okay. Yeah. So the idea of, you know, being in New York, I've never been to New York. The idea of being in, in New York and nowhere can you look where there's not concrete and people, it is exactly the opposite on the drive to El Paso. There are no people. Complete opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> and there is very little concrete. There is a strip of concrete that you're driving on, and that's it. There's not even grass. No. <laughs> even the grass and the trees don't yeah. hang out between here and El Paso. So, uh all right, so maybe it's a good thing it didn't happen. Maybe yeah. we'll consider flying for for the game in El Paso. Who knows? And that's just a testament to how awesome Texas is, that we can be that different. Yeah. Like, you can go and have uh, the big city thing. I mean, it's not it's not New York, but you can go to Dallas. You can go to Houston. You can be in the big city. You can also go out to the middle of nowhere where you could scream for days and no one would come find you. Like, that's the area of the country that people get lost and die. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm from the South Bronx. I'm, I'm used to the big buildings. So. You want to get off the grid, you don't got to go that far. No, yeah. no, for sure. And El Paso is neat. Like, there is something neat about that town. You look oh, yeah. one direction out of town, and it is desert. You look the other direction out of town, and it's mountains. It's There is something kind of cool about El Paso. Yeah, once you're there. Yes, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Getting there sucks. But, yeah, once you're there, there is something kind of cool about the, the city of El Paso. Um, a Sun Bowl, University of El Paso. They're, they're, they're your University of Texas, El Paso, I guess. You now. tip, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's got a great song about it. 
Marty Robbins. Nothing? Nobody? Nope. Wow. Sorry. You got me. It's a, it's a 1960s, 1970s country song. It's amazing. You should listen to it. Okay. Can't believe you don't I'll, know. I'll call my mom tomorrow. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a bummer in a way. Unfortunately, yeah. yes. But if it means that the opportunity for preseason gets moved from El Paso to San Antonio, I think that's kind of an upgrade. I would agree. I would in some agree. ways, yeah. And, I mean, it's not going to be in two weeks, but closer to the season where things are getting more put together is also an upgrade. Absolutely. Um, I think. So, uh, overall, it is what it is. We don't, you know, it can be a bad thing or a good thing. It's going to happen either way. Um, but we're we're at the mercy of something else, and we're going to try to make better out of it. And that's just the best that we can do. I mean, that's just the best anybody can hope for. Absolutely. All right, we're going to step away for just a second. I mean, we're not even going to take a real break. We're going to jump on the phone with RC. We'll be back in just a minute with RC Woods, and uh, we will continue on with the Smoking Guns podcast. All right, I told you we wouldn't be long. I told you we'd be right back. Smoking Guns podcast, Philip Ingham, Leo Yamas, Jason Torres, and on the phone we have a very special guest. It, a very special person, but she's never a guest a on guest. this show. Yeah, never ever a guest on this show. I'm I'm the honorary guest. There in you her go. Place, so. uh, RC Woods, RC, how's New Year treating you? Oh, it's going great. I, I'm very excited for the New Year. Cool. So, uh, how about you guys? We're good. I feel like I'm missing out because I'm not there. You are a little. I mean, yeah. we, we are missing you. This is not the same show without you. We it's need you same. back. So. Um, but it is what it is, and we've got you online, or we've got you on the phone. Um, you have been working, or you have been uh, excited about lots of stuff with the Gunslingers, but nothing more here in the recent time than <laughs> cheerleaders. Um, that's coming up really, really soon, right, Jason? The the tryout for cheerleaders? Yes, it's going to be uh, Saturday. Um, it's going to be at 9 a.m. at Antioch. Uh I don't know the address off the top of my head, but it is. Uh, it's probably better that you don't give everybody like address to where the cheerleaders are going to be. Honestly, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, 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 because I know the players listen to this and right. they're going to GPS this thing as soon as it airs. Uh, RC, you going to be out there at Antioch for the cheerleader uh, trap? Yes, that's the plan. I know that we haven't had anyone interested in sponsoring us, but that's okay. And um, I've been leaving some messages for Taylor. And so I asked her if she had a name yet. And so far, I haven't heard anything. So maybe we can ask some of our listeners for some suggestions. Yeah, we're still willing to sponsor one of the girls if they need a sponsorship here on the Smoking Guns podcast. Get in touch with us. Uh, we will. Uh, we would love to sponsor one of the girls. Yeah. And uh, get get. Somebody out there that, you know, is maybe thinking that uh, the the entrance fee is what's going to keep them from doing that. If that's all that's going to keep you away from doing it, uh, get in contact with us. We'll fix that, right? For sure, for sure. And then also if there was a possibility for men to try out, because, you know, they do a lot of aerobics and throwing people and stuff like that. So, I'm, I'm you know, there. just don't no, think I'm it's just for girls. <laughs> Lolis, no, what do you think? Gonna... Is it all right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can tell you as an owner of the team, I mean – we are open to everybody and anybody as long as you're 18 years of age and sure. older. Um, if you want to come try out, we don't discriminate. Please come 
you know, come one and come all. I'm looking down at the belly I have right now. You do discriminate. I trust, trust me, you do. <laughs> now, hold on. I said you can try well, out. I didn't piece, say you'd make two it. Piece, the two-piece is what discriminates. You have to wear a two-piece. That's right. I forgot about that. We've we've uh, we've beat that to death on the show, haven't we? you got to wear two-piece to uh, try out. Yeah. And we were confused. What yes, else? But is... I'm, I'm excited. I but, should be there. Well, that's cool. We'll be excited to hear uh, next time we gather together how that goes and what you think of that. What else is going on in RC world? Well, um, I'm excited about the Bears. Did you already talk about the Bears? We going have into not. Playoffs? We have not. The Bears. Do we have to, to talk about the NFL? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we do. Gosh, uh, your okay. Bears are going to the playoffs. Who do you play first? I'm not looking at the schedule right now. Who do y'all play this weekend? I can't remember offhand. I watched a lot of football this weekend. That's I know the helpful. Cowboys lost. The Bears won. That's all I know. The most important thing. Well, we lost, but we still went to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah they did. They got beat by Green Bay. We beat the mm-hmm. Cowboys, but unfortunately, we being Washington, the New York Giants beat the Cowboys. Yeah. I want. I want to get further into that with oh, you. God. <laughs> I want to get some opinion from a Giants fan about that later. Bears right. are playing um, the Saints, by the way. Oh, the Bears are playing the Saints. Oh, you're done. In oh, New good, Orleans. good, good. <laughs> you, no, not good. <laughs> you, that's going to be a tough game. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a tough call. Um, it may be tough, but I have a lot of faith in the Bears. Okay. You'd have to have a lot of faith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's New Orleans. Well, let's New see. Orleans let's see. Good. I mean, look what happened with the Cowboys. <laughs> they're terrible. What do you mean what happened with them? They're, they're just bad. They were just bad. Well, they were, close, they were, they were bad. close to, like, actually winning, and then they had that interception, and then we thought it was over, and then, you know, someone fumbled. So you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, they're not as bad as my Broncos. Well, I mean, if you just look at draft fair, position, though. That's who? true. Who? Denver Broncos. <laughs> Not yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah, this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine, or I, actually it's, okay, it's my teenage daughter's boyfriend's dad. We were over there for uh, New Year's, getting to Ooh. know them some. And he's a big soccer fan, and he was talking about the idea of relegation. And I'm like, I love the idea of relegation. My fear is that if the NFL ever picked up the idea of relegation, that the, the Cowboys would get relegated down to the lower tier. And mm. I don't love that. Uh, relegation being in soccer where some teams get called up and some teams get relegated down to the lower tier uh, of the professional ranks if they are unsuccessful year after year after year. Well, I, I mean, it makes for a strong case when you haven't won a Super Bowl since 1996. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Shut up. <laughs> and I'm not saying that because I'm a Giants fan. I'm just speaking facts. It's just. I, yeah, man, shut up. Cowboys don't like <laughs> to talk about that, Cowboy fans. Uh, no, we don't. We absolutely so, do not. So, so correct me if I'm wrong. The last time they won a Super Bowl, VHS was still around. Right? <sighs> yes, it was. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> cell phones were like you, they can't see us. Zach Morris like phone. Big. Yeah. Zach Morris cell phone. Yeah. Like yeah, those were that was not a regular. Actually, thing. yeah, the cell phones weren't a regular thing back then. Not in 1996. The, not a regular thing, but they existed. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, the Zach. They Morris had car phone. phones at the time. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I don't like where this conversation. DVD is wasn't out yet. No, I don't like where this conversation is. That's I don't crazy. like where it's going. Like back in the day, I'm not a big fan of this <laughs> yeah. conversation. Wow. Tupac was still with us. I mean, he the... was. He was. Oh my gosh, we're going way back. Biggie was still with us. <laughs> Biggie. Nobody yeah. had even heard of a kid out of Detroit with blonde hair. You know, named Marshall crazy? Mathers. Yes. Like <laughs> nobody had heard of that dude. So it, it's crazy and. 
God rest everybody's soul who passed away on 9-11. 9-11 is in textbooks. Yes. Yes. And that was in 2001. Right. So the Cowboys, 1996. Yes. Ouch. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm fully aware that I have children <laughs> older than I was the last time the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl. So, so can you explain something to me as a Giants <laughs> Probably fan, not. Why do I have to hear every year, this is our year? Because that isn't that how every team? No, that's a big negative. That's how every after, team needs to go win, into the field. Game one win, it's all. It's always oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. Every team should feel that way. If fans don't feel that way about their team every year, they're not good fans. Like every year, you that's should right, feel like you you've a got a fan. shot. Every year, you should feel like you have for, a shot. For me, every year, I feel like we have a shot, but I don't prematurely say this is our year. I say we'll see. Yeah. No. See, this, this is. <laughs> You're not all in, Jason. Uh, what? <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. It's going to make the Super Bowl win that we finally get when I'm in my 80s so much sweeter. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make it amazing. I'm gonna, just on record saying that's like another 40 years from now. I'm going to turn to my great-grandchildren and say, you don't understand. This doesn't happen all the time. That's why grandgra- grandpa is crying. All like, right, that's, yeah. that's the deal. <laughs> right? Poor guy. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave this. Well, I felt the same way about the Cubs. And it took them 100 years to win, and I cried when they won. I mean, why are you guys giving me a hard time? The Bears haven't been – they've been to a Super Bowl, but they haven't won a Super Bowl since 85. That's true, too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, why are, we, okay. giving, why are we not the giving you a hard time? I still remember the time. Super Bowl shuffle. The Super Bowl shuffle, yeah. Who can do it's, the Super Bowl shuffle? I think anybody who was guys doing the Super walkers, Bowl shuffle, yeah. they can't walk anymore, right. <laughs> much less shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Dick is still kicking. Hey, you know what? I, uh, while you two, uh, Jason and RC, may be in the playoffs, uh, no, Leo, we're not. Leo, we're and not. I, well, you're not. You we're should not. be. I'm, I'm going to be really honest. Yeah. You should the, be. The we'll talk Washington about that in a minute. Football team. Um, while yeah, is we can all agree that all four of our teams were terrible this year. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Whether they're in the playoffs Absolutely. or not, they were not as good as they sh- any none of those teams. We even the des- Bears. We didn't That's- deserve it if we had made it. That's true, and I felt the same way about the Cowboys. Like, if we had beat the Giants, if Washington had failed to win that game last night when they were handed it on a silver platter, if all of that had happened, I still would have said, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Like, my big my big concern was that the Cowboys were going to win and that I would get emails within an hour or so of Washington losing that says, buy your NFL East champion <laughs> merchandise. And I'm like, No. You don't deserve to sell it. Absolutely That's not. That's ridiculous. No. And that well, goes for any team in the NFC East. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Washington, Philly. Um, but I do want to talk a little bit about that Washington-Philly game when we come back in a few minutes. RC, what else is uh, going on? We're going we're gonna to jump to break here in a second. What are you most excited about now that 2021's here? Oh, well, I know what um, we've got to talk about. You, you won. You've got to tell us about this thing that you won. On the uh, sports dime. Tell us what that's all about. Yes, on the sports dime. Yeah, so they were having a contest that if you donated like $20, um, I guess your name was put into a raffle, and then you could win a chance to come onto the show and talk about whatever you want to. So I put in three chances. So I donated $60, and apparently I won. Awesome. Wow, congratulations. I don't don't have pom-poms, but I got keys. All right. So what are you going to okay, talk about? So what are you going to talk about? You going to talk about the Spurs? Spurs. No, we're not going to talk about the Spurs. The correct way um, to make RC punch. RC punch? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about RC punch. And I was definitely going to talk about the gunslingers in the podcast. Yeah. Oh, I see. Well, that's a good use of your That was the whole point. That's Did you not cool. get that? 
That's a cool way to raise money for uh, what was Salvation Army, right? Yes, it was for the Salvation Army. That's a really cool thing that they did with their airtime. At some point, uh, we should do something like that with our show. We should uh, oh, for sure. pick out for a charity sure. and do something like that for our show. Not right away. Um, RC loves to jump on these things and like announce them as soon as, as we think of them. Um, we'll spend some time on that. I just get so excited. You do. But yeah, so yeah. I think it's going to, it's going to be sometime in January. I talked to Caroline Teague about it today. We were texting back and forth. She asked me, uh, you know, what are some of the topics that I want to talk about? But besides the gunslingers and the smoking guns podcast, I want to talk about, um, probably some job opportunities for women in sports and that challenges that they may face. So there's going to be some good topics that we're going to be talking about. How proud were you of uh, Becky Hammond this week, getting a chance to coach? I was so proud. I was so proud. Yeah, that was amazing. You know, uh, she doesn't always get all the credit that she deserves, but I'm I'm rooting for her. RC is a super big champion of women in sports positions, and we are too. Like, we love that, but RC is the one that's super vocal about that. Uh, I will tell you, RC, as soon as I saw the tweet about that, because I don't watch the Spurs religiously, I did not see it happen, but I saw a tweet about it, and I thought, RC is loving this. RC is loving the fact that I am. I really am. So, all right, RC, we miss you. Like, this is not the same show without you. I miss you, too. We can't wait for you to be back in the studio here in a couple of weeks. And I appreciate you letting me uh, sit in your position for one day. It's it's awesome and, and truly an honor. Thank you. Keep my seat warm. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take well, a- happy new year's guys. I miss y'all. We'll miss you too. We'll happy see you new here year. in a couple of weeks as we get uh, further into gunslinger football. See you soon. RC say hi to Love Jerry it. for us. All right. We'll do guns up. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> All right. That's RC woods. She is our buddy. She is our friend. And uh, she will be back here in the seat shortly. And uh, by the way, I feel like I need to say, She's not missing for any medical anything. She's just missing because she was busy, had some things going on and could not devote the evening to yeah. us. And then I had stuff going on tomorrow. So we I, couldn't move. Yeah. We just couldn't all get here on the same day. It's and not, I, and I was bored. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I know there are people out there right now thinking, Oh, they had to have her call in. She must have the COVID. No, she doesn't. Oh no, nothing like that. Not to our knowledge. Anyway, she doesn't no. have the COVID. It was just a matter of timing. So, we appreciate uh, her taking some time out of her busy schedule, jumping on the show with us, and we can't wait to have her back here in a couple of weeks. We're going to take a break right there. We'll come back and uh, talk some more about what's going on with the Gunslingers because there's big news right around the corner, and we'll get as much of it out of Jason as he'll let us here in just a few minutes. Stick with us. All right, well, with all the things happening around the Gunslingers, there's a lot happening around the Smoking Guns podcast, and we want you to be a part of our team here at the Smoking Guns podcast. We uh, yes. we have a few already. Um, we would like more, and we are actually, we, we have officially rolled out the very first um, insider information on our Patreon page. So our patrons heard about what was happening with the Smoking Guns podcast bringing the games as part of the broadcast team and, and actually the full broadcast crew. Yep. Um, they heard about that before anybody else did. And that is just a taste. There is big news coming soon. Only the beginning. And I will release that information because we don't have a show. We don't have a show every day. No, we don't have a show every week, although we're going to get to that yet, soon, but soon, but our patrons will get news as it breaks um, on their phone. 
just for being just as a thank you for being part of our show. You can join. Um, go to www.patreon.com slash smoking, no G, guns with a Z, P-O-D, all one word, smoking guns pod, uh, and join at the $5 level, $10 level. There's even a $20, 20 level. Yep. You just kind of help us make the show go, help yep. us get uh, equipment that we need, time on the internet that we need. We have to yep. store all of this somewhere. There, there's just expenses there's involved expenses with it. Yeah. You guys help us out with, and we really appreciate We're the not taking a paycheck. We're not no. making money off of this. None of that. We're just trying to make the show go. <laughs> and we have some great patrons that are hearing about things first. And you can be a part of that. If you're able, go check it out. www.patreon.com smoking guns pod. Come be part of our team. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip Higginbotham, Leo Yama, sitting here with uh, the owner of the Gunslingers, one of the owners of the Gunslingers. I always feel like I'm leaving out the other three guys when I call you the owner of the Gunslingers, <laughs> like they don't exist. They're there. You're just part of that, too. Uh, Jason Torres, hanging out with us. As we were uh, getting ready for this segment and taking a break, we were having a spirited conversation. Yes. About one of the most debated topics of our lifetime. And two of us were right, and one of us is wrong. <sighs> I would have to agree. I, you're wrong. It was a, a lightly heated debate. It was. It got. <laughs> it started to get a little heated. Like people were standing up and pounding the table, and I was like, "Hey, we got to record." But it's the age-old question: Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Uh, I say no. I say yes. And I say yes. And Philip is wrong. It is an action movie with a Christmas motif, and that's great. And it's a great movie, and I'm not taking anything away from it. But it is not. It, Christmas is not an integral part of the plot. But it is. It's at it's a Christmas not. party. It's not. It it happens. It has a Christmas motif. It is not a Christmas. Movie. There's Christmas music throughout the movie. Uh, there is "Ode to Joy" in the movie throughout the movie, <laughs> like which I is said, not Carl a Christmas Winslow, song. Carl Winslow, because I didn't know his name in the movie in Die Hard, but he was singing <laughs> that Christmas song as he's eating his Twinkies after he leaves the store. Right. If we start opening this There's door, ho, lethal ho, ho, weapon on the shirt. Lethal weapon has to become a Christmas movie. No. On no. Her Majesty's Secret Service, the Bond movie that happens over the Christmas holiday has to be uh, come a Christmas Okay, so movie. when you reference those, how many Christmas themes are brought up throughout the movie? Oh, plenty. Have you ever seen On Her Majesty's Secret Service? Most people have not. Don't be. I won't be upset if you haven't. It's I, George I have Lazenby's not. only Bond movie. Most people discount it for that. It is really an incredible Bond movie. You should watch it. But when he gets discovered... Because James Bond, for as good a secret agent as he is, James Bond seems to get caught a lot. Right. Can we be fair? Right. Uh, Only he, because he allows him to catch him. I don't think that's it's part true. of his plan. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I mean, he literally introduces himself as such. Right. That's true. Um, but he gets caught and, you know, knocked out because he always gets knocked out. When he comes to in the lair of the bad guy, the first thing he says to him is Merry Christmas, 007. And that's it. No, that's not it. But that's, I mean,. <laughs> When the bad guy introduces himself to your hero with Merry Christmas, by your logic, it has to be a Christmas movie at that point. No, there's so much Here's more the with thing. Die Hard. Here's the yeah. thing. If you can watch the movie other times of the year and not feel weird about it, it's not a Christmas movie. And you can do that with Die Hard. You can do that with Die yeah, Hard, but, too. Yeah, but that's you not You can do that with Lethal Weapon or watch, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. I can you watch can't Elf do that. throughout the year and no, not you feel can't. weird about it. No, you can't. It's a great it movie. It feels wrong. You it's know a how great I know. Movie. You're not, you're, you know you're, how I know that's not true? 
Because I can watch Home Alone in the middle of July. There Home Alone is a Christmas movie. Here's why. Here's why Home Alone and Die Hard <laughs> is, are but different. I, I'm going against your argument because I can watch it any time of the year and not feel weird about it. Home Alone, A, requires Christmas and the this, this Christmas spirit, this feel-good spirit to push the end of that movie. Like, that doesn't happen without this Christmas kind of feeling in it. That's important. The other thing is find a frame, one frame of... Home Alone that does not have red, green, and white in it. Like the whole movie is bathed in Christmas. Are it's we, like they shot Christmas decoration all over that movie. I know one scene when when he goes into Buzz's bedroom to steal his money and climbs. Go the watch it again, and they collapse. Go watch it again. Red, I, green, and white. I, I think the see, walls are red, green, and white. I want to say challenge room. accepted here. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go yeah, back. Like the whole this. movie is red, we'll green, and white. We'll just plaster it all over your Facebook page. Thank you so much, Disney Plus. From, <laughs> Check out this frame. Thank Here's you, Disney Plus. Yeah. For, for I don't know what this membership. has to do with gunslinger football, but we were certainly having a spirited discussion about it beforehand and thought we would carry that on sure. over into... Well, I'd like to see what our, our listeners, our followers have to say. They can chime in for sure and let us know. We definitely got to do an extra show where we can argue about this. So. At Smoking Guns Pod. <laughs> and, and perhaps get some uh, yeah. callers to call in. and Yeah, at Smoking Guns Pod. Let us know. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie or it's not? It's not. Um, it is. It is. <sighs> Two against one. I mean, yeah, we win. Well, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very small sample size here. <laughs> I'm probably going to lose. I'll, I'll you open it up to you. Tell us what you think out there in uh, Smoking Guns podcast listener land, um, the posse. We got to start really pushing that. Yeah, the Smoking posse. Guns posse. Uh, you tell us what you think is is Die Hard a Christmas movie or not? And I'm fully prepared because this is a cultural thing right now that everybody has to say it's it's a Christmas movie. It's not. I had to admit when I was wrong about banana taffy. Obviously, I was wrong. I, here, here's the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We agree on a lot, Jason. <laughs> banana taffy is great. Banana yeah. laffy taffy is the best. Apparently, fifty-seven percent or sixty, whatever it was, percent agree with Philip on that. I got to tell you, wow. I'm not sure a Christmas movie, a movie about or at least connected to the birth of Jesus, can have the F word in it that much. That's not fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to delete those last five seconds out of the show. That's not yeah, yeah. I'm just telling you right now that, that that hurts it on this whole Christmas movie argument. All right. Back to gunslinger business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gunslinger business. So let's talk about some gunslinger business. Uh, we, there is information that is on the precipice of happening. Okay. And I know it. And yep. Leo knows it. And you know it. Yeah. And my job over the next few minutes is to get you to say as much about it as you will. Spit it out. Is this like that never have I ever? (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, let's start with this. Um, We don't have a place to play. Correct. And for a long time, we were talking about the possibility of two places. Um, I'm going to throw them at you, and you tell me if if they're still in the running. Okay. Okay, the Alamo Dome. They are out of the running. Okay. Can you tell us why? Uh, biggest reason is because uh, as it stands right now, there are no open availability dates uh, for Alamo Dome. Reason being, they have uh, the possibility of March Madness being played there in its entirety. That is something that's on the table that um, they don't, they've already uh, what they call pre-booked those dates just in case. Yeah, um, okay. which is but funny the, because I just read something today that the NCAA may be putting the whole thing in a bubble in Indiana. Right, for the men's. 
Yeah. Um, this one is for the women's because the women's is already scheduled for the final four uh, in April. Gotcha. Um, so when we were in talks with Alamo Dome, they basically said, we can get you in, but you're probably not going to get any open availability until May. So we're like, well, May is that like, don't work. That's that three work. quarters of the way in. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, and obviously the league is not going to wait just for us when everybody else is pretty much locked in their venue and ready to and go. And I'll, I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you, I don't hate that. I mean, the Alamo Dome, I think I've said this in the entire time too we've cavernous. done this show, is just too big yeah. for what we're looking for. It would feel, if you put, God, sell out a smaller arena, seven to 9,000 people, that would be incredible. If you put 9,000 people in the Alamo Dome, it would feel like nobody's there. Yeah, it felt like nobody the was there. Curtain. Because I went to uh, that Gravanta Davis versus... Uh, the, the other guy, uh, the boxing match. Yeah. yeah. And they allowed 10,900. And I was, I was there. And when I tell you, it was like, it felt like a ghost town. Yeah. Cause that place holds 65, 66,000 people. I right? went to a UTSA game near the end of last season when they were really bad, three and seven kind of bad or, or four and eight or whatever they finished the season at right at the end of the season, I went and there was uh four or 5,000 people there. And it felt like, we were, it felt like we were all going to jump on the field and play too. Like it felt like it was a practice or something. Yeah. I um, mean, I had season tickets to the Talons. So, right. I, I mean, just from that experience, it's exactly what this, the layout would be. Sure. And, um, it, it, it felt like it wasn't ideal, you know, for that matter, one side packed- was, if you focused on one side, it was great. But if you start to look around and be like, Oh, okay. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not- right. For that matter, when we packed 24,000 in there for commanders games, if you looked at certain parts of the stadium, certain parts of the seating, you were like, there's nobody here. Yeah. yeah. Primarily it was the top level. That's well, yeah, they had all of that. Yeah. Screen. Banner so dog, you couldn't yeah. even see the top level. Right. But if you looked into the end zone portions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone's on the sideline. The yeah. Side. They're, everybody was end on the sideline. So you look over to the end zone and you're like, it kind of feels empty. And there was 24,000 people there. We're yeah. not going to draw 24,000 no, people to no. start with, with gunslingers. No, sir. It's not going to happen. So I'm okay with the Alamo dome being out. You have my approval. Uh, I know you were looking for that. I know you're concerned. Uh, so there was some talk again about Freeman. Is Freeman in or out? Uh, Freeman is now officially out. Oh, man. Uh, That's kind of where I thought we were going to end up. Yeah. Us too. And everything was looking good. We actually had a um, a preliminary okay back in October. Right. And then all of a sudden, we had the spike in numbers. And then... And when you say spike in numbers, you mean COVID. Correct. The enemy. Um, then... <laughs> We get word that they are now, Freeman Coliseum is now an official testing site yep. for COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so A federally funded testing site, if I understand. Correct. We had, a, we had a conversation with Freeman yeah. uh, the week That's, before Christmas. It was uh, about four or five days before Christmas, and they told us flat out, hey, it's not going to happen. Um, unfortunately, we're going to remain a testing site uh, indefinitely because they are getting uh, federal government funds for that. And, you know, obviously you compare that to a local arena. Hey, it's apples to oranges. Yeah, don't be mad at the Freeman. If somebody came to you and said, I will pay you, I guarantee you, I will pay you $1,000 every day. And somebody else came and said, I got something you'll enjoy a lot more and will be a lot more fun. But I might be able to pay you $500 every other day. You would take the thousand dollars a day, and you'd do what they were asking you to do. And and things are evolving, um, as you can tell. Look at AT and T Center. They just announced last week 
No fans. No fans. Yeah. They're not going to allow fans. They were going to, and then they changed their mind. And I believe those are owned by the same yes. group. Yes. So if they're not allowing fans in the AT&T Center for Spurs games, there's a Correct. shot, there's a chance that Freeman, even if they had allowed you in the arena to have games, could have said, yeah, but you can't have fans. Big Ex- chance. Yeah. Exa- actually, um, that's what they told us, um, that if we did play there, it would probably be in the realm of 20 to 25,000, or excuse me, not 20, 20, 20 to 25% capacity yeah um which is what the rodeo is going to be when they have it there in february and even then the tickets didn't go on sale to the general public tickets are already gone you can only get resale tickets mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and they're at 20 percent, 25 percent. so freeman's out Freeman alamo dome's out, out. Alamo i'm Dome's looking out. at my list right now of indoor facilities that can handle this <laughs> kind of stuff and i'm starting to run out of ideas i mean what the, so i'm the trying convention to extend, center? i'm trying to extend my uh, my garage so we can fit everybody okay. no i'm just All kidding right. <laughs> um, so uh, it, i guess the convention center might be an opportunity it's it's on the table um however we are talking to another venue um, we are in, I, I will, when I say talks, uh, we actually have a meeting scheduled to sit down and talk with the Rose Palace who has, okay. uh, previously hosted arena football here in San Antonio. Now, before people start whipping out their phone to Google where the Rose Palace is <laughs> yeah. and what the Rose Palace is, tell us what you can about the Rose Palace. Um, uh, well, Rose Palace is out on Bernie stage road. It's still considered in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, is it, it's Leon Springs, isn't it? At that point, uh, I've, I've been told it's still considered okay. San Antonio. Cool. Um, so yeah, that he's it's up there right I the work out Hill that country, way yeah. and they, yeah they, they're still considered within San Antonio City Limits. cool yeah so um, but yeah. it is a now I don't know if it's still owned by George Strait or previously owned right yeah it um, used to be I think I, I know it I used to be I don't is, know yeah. if it still is but I know it used to be but n- nonetheless it's a um, big 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 facility has a huge parking lot a mm-hmm. lot of potential for the things that are everything gunslinger, you know, the, the plans to tailgate, mm-hmm. the plans to promote uh, Alamo beer, gunslinger beer. Sure. Um, having the corral where we can, uh, you know, advertise some of our sponsors that we have. Mm-hmm. So uh, the possibilities are endless when it comes to Rose Palace. And, and it's funny because it was something that we had considered way back early 2020. Mm-hmm. But of course, priority for us was going to be Freeman or Alamo Dome. Right. Because, you know, we were shooting for up there. You know, we wanted yeah. the, the capacity. But nonetheless, Rose Palace uh, has a seating capacity of roughly 5,000, not including floor space. So, you know, and in accordance with that, we've also modified and have an idea of where our general admission ticket prices are going to be, what our season ticket prices are going to be, so um, I, I would say in the very near future, hopefully we'll be able to say with courage, hey, this is where we're playing. How near? Um, hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, again, everything is dependent upon these numbers. Sure. Uh, I would say the next show that you guys have, hopefully. Okay. Hopefully, um, you know, we'll be saying something. That's incredible. I mean, that's that's good news. So, yeah. Uh, and I said something earlier in the show about this is this is something that I'm going to come back to you. The idea of the Rose Palace, which is ultimately a um, a rodeo arena. Correct. Uh, that's primarily what happens there. It does have a history of having some indoor football in it before, so this is not a new thing. This has happened before. Correct. Um, it may sound at that point like, well, it was a rinky-dink kind of thing. Not at all. Not at all. Especially if you look at it. If you Google it and see how it looks and the way it's laid out, I mean... It literally, I, I'm a firm believer in things happen for a reason. 
And when you mm-hmm. talk about old western and the gunslinger style, yes. and the revolvers and it does fit. Uh, oh yeah, it fits. everything fits. I mean everything. Um, so well, and the other thing I want to remind people of: um, all of those things that have broken your hearts as San Antonio football fans have come in and immediately taken over the Alamo Dome. Actually, it, it, not yeah. even Freeman; they've taken over the Alamo Dome. The Talons, the Texans of the uh, Canadian Football Can, League yep. that came in for a while, um, Alamo Dome. Our commanders, um, all of those things have come in, come in and taken over the Alamo Dome, yeah. and that has been too big a space or has been too cumbersome of a bill to handle, and they've had to uh, break your hearts and leave. Um, we all say that we want to see something stri- you know, successful in San Antonio football happen. You don't do the same thing you've always done and get new results. Right. So taking over a venue that is not ready um, for what you're bringing in. I'm not saying we won't ever be in the Alamo Dome, but for now, in in the idea of you got to start somewhere, this is a great place to start. 5,000 fans, six, once you put uh, seating down around it, um, it has 45 to 5,000, I think, um, capacity right now, and you're going to add some bleachers around Correct. On ground level and, mm-hmm. and certainly the seats right on along the dasher boards. When you're talking about that kind of stuff, 6,000 people, um, let's fill that first. And then we'll start talking about, you know, next year when COVID's not a thing, the 9,000 seat right. Freeman, Freeman Coliseum. And then we'll start talking about the lower bowl of the Alamo Dome. But let's start somewhere smaller. Let's let's do this a smart way again. At, 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 right. I was going to say, at this juncture, under these conditions, that seems like absolutely the smart thing to do. You know, all those previous ventures that you said, they all ended up being, you know, sad country song. We're not going to start writing our new song with the right. exact same, you know, lyrics and tune. we gotta, we got to try something a little different. And um, I think it's, it's a great fit, actually. The and the key here, I think one of the big keys here is since it's out on the outskirts, we're not talking about downtown. We're not talking about inside the city of San Antonio, even if it is city limits. Um, I think chances for tailgating and opportunities for tailgating may be better yep. um, out that direction. Uh, you do it at the Freeman Coliseum. I, I, I got to be honest. I know you had some conversations with them, but I also know what they will allow and won't allow at Spurs games. Um, you kept telling us, no, I think Freeman's going to be fine with tailgating. I'm not sure that was ever going to happen. I think uh, they were entertaining the idea to an extent. Um, I know there was going to be some limitations of how far we can go with tailgating. Yeah. Um, again, everything happens for a reason. I think that's true, and I think uh, – if this works out, and it by no means is a done deal, it may be by the time this episode hits, we don't know. But right now when we're talking, nothing is a done deal. But uh, nothing's ever a done deal. Until, <laughs> yeah, until, no. even, even decisions Hector has made with myself and the other owners and what direction we're going to go with something, it's it's always it can always be changed. Um, hopefully, though, with every change, it's always for the better. Sure. Um, and, and we feel if it happens to go this way, it's, it's definitely for the better. It plays into our hands perfectly. I, yeah. I think the world we live in right now, from top to bottom, doesn't matter what you're looking at it, you know, looking at nothing 
nothing always goes, you know, perfectly according to plan. It's, it's about being flexible, being, you know, having a plan B plan C going with what best fits your situation. That's how you survive in today's world. Yeah. Especially exactly what this is. Yeah. Especially COVID world. Like, and if this is where we end up for COVID time, um, over the next, uh, 12 months, 18 months, whatever this continues to drag on into, if this is where we end up, this will be okay. Yeah, and logistically, I said I work out that way. I spend a lot of time out that way, so I'm just, like, thinking about certain types of things that you don't normally think about. So if if at that location, if you're on your way, you're going to tailgate, and you need something, you forgot something, at the exit right there is the big H-E-B. Yeah, it's a big it's H-E-B right, right there. It's right down the street, yeah. so it's convenient to stop, pick up something there. It's convenient to stop meeting place Ooh. right there. I-10 traffic has been <laughs> crappy the last couple of years, but guess what they just finished? They just finally finished the construction there. Right. They even have um, uh, the, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, where you can, uh, if you have more than one person in the car, you can go HOV on that lane. Lane. The, the HOV, HOV yeah. lane is now open and running, so traffic won't be a problem. Plus, there's a back road out of there if it does get too backed up. What? Uh, I mean, yeah. What is parking charge out there? Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's going to be one of the the things that's at discretion for ourselves and Rose Palace to get together and figure out, Um, you know, that's going to be with anybody. You know, we're going to say that's true, but I'm going to be really honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, $20 to park my car is ridiculous. I I can guarantee that. And for that matter on the table for us. And for that matter, uh, the missions want 10 bucks to park my car. And I think that's pretty ridiculous too. Okay. It used to be five. I I hear your concerns, but but. but. here's my problem with the missions. I'm fixing to go on a soapbox. You ready? Uh I think 10 is fair. You think 10 is fair? I think 10 is fair. 20 is 20. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Now before you, before you continue, I'll say 10 is fair. If you can be there as early as 10, 11 a.m. and you can tailgate and there's no issues, whatever. <laughs> Here's it. Okay. Here's Coming my to issue. You, another Higginbotham mo- moment. Here's my issue with the missions, the San Antonio missions. I hope somebody over there is listening. They're probably not. Um, two years ago, to go park my car and go to a San Antonio missions game, it was five bucks. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. I get an email during the off season, uh, just before COVID season came that they were going to go up on parking to $10. They added no amenities. They added nothing to the stadium. They added nothing to the parking lot. They added nothing to the experience, but they were going to double the amount that I pay for parking. So I messaged them and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Can you explain what I'm getting for my extra $5? And And they they said, their response was, <laughs> we did a survey of other minor league baseball teams and found our price was much lower than theirs, and so we wanted to come in line with the rest of our major league, uh, minor league baseball partners. They were just keeping up with the Jones. Capitalizing on an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. They were going to add nothing to me for my experience, but they wanted to charge me twice. We're not talking it went up two bucks. And it was seven bucks to park my car. I would have, I would have griped about that too. I'll be really honest with you. I'm, I, I don't like that, but that would at least good to double the price that I'm paying to park my car, and adding nothing to my experience whatsoever. Forget you. I know what they used it on. That's ridiculous. Chonkless gear. That, no, that came because out like two I years had to buy ago. that crap too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it would co- covered their expense to make it because it wasn't out yet. Yeah, that came out like right after that. So while ten, <laughs> if you start at ten dollars, I guess that's a thing. 
Yeah, if you start there. But so, if you charge so me you $5, like, don't double it up and then, and then give us nothing. Okay. Then we're going to have a problem. Fair point. So, so do you want us to have like porta potties for you or something? I, just and, you got to give me value <laughs> for my money. You've got to you got to do so. You got to show me you're doing something for extra money. Like you can't you can't double the price of a ticket or a parking space and do nothing. Smoking podcast, smoking guns podcast fans, let's do another survey besides that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do. Would you rather spend ten dollars or five dollars on parking? Let's do that survey. Let's see what people have to say. I Go ahead. It. I get. I toss get it. it out there. I get it. I get it. No. Uh, again, if it had always been ten dollars, I never would have grabbed about it. It would just be a pain in the butt. But to go up to double your parking and add nothing to the experience and then tell me, well, the only reason we're doubling parking is because everybody else charges more. Hey, I hey, don't Phil, care what everybody else charges. Hey, Philip, maybe at $10, you could you can sponsor a certain podcast, but at $5, you can't. Now, what, what are you saying now? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, and what do I get as a fan? any difference? What do I get as a Patreon at five dollars that I don't get at ten? Uh, yeah. You are in a unique position, sir. <laughs> you get the information before we do. That's uh, true. So I'm paying to give you guys info. <laughs> it's good news um, that that we still have some opportunities on the table because, to be really honest with you, we were starting to look at some of this and go, "Gee, if both of these other venues are out." Uh, I'm I'm a, I'm kind of at a loss as to what venues are available. Uh, yeah, we were in the same boat. We were nervous. We were scared too. Uh, we understood the risk that was involved in in doing all of this and and what's at stake. Um, because honestly, there's just not a lot of big indoor facilities around San Antonio. Uh, when we were here. having these conversations with Tyrone Washington back in the North Texas Falcons days, right. At Dallas is rife with these kind of opportunities. Like right. there, there are arenas everywhere. The they, they just they just signed their lease this week. They got the Bulls, the, the Bulls. North Texas Bulls, the North Texas yeah. Bulls are, are playing over in at the, the uh, Fort Worth area, right? Fort Worth Convention Center. That that's a nice place. Yeah, they, they I'm not gonna lie. Fort Worth Convention, yeah. <laughs> Convention Center is a nice place. Well, they've got their lease in hand already. That's so. nice. nice. Um, that's an incredible deal. And we'll still beat them. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. Um, you see my face? Yeah. <laughs> he means it, folks. Uh, so people should be looking post-haste for that kind of information if you guys can put something together pretty quickly. And it sounds like they're motivated. I know you guys are motivated to have, have something set. And it, it might be a multi-year kind of deal. Or this may be where we land for this year, and next year we look at something new. Yeah, it's a... It's obviously we have to assess everything when when all is said and done. Let's get through one season. That's exactly. something that we learned a yeah. lot with the commanders is let's one get through one season. Exactly. And I think one of the biggest concerns we had from a fan perspective was, you know, fa some fans may look at it and say, well, it's not Freeman. It's not Alamo. So do I want to go to a game? All right. But a real football fan is going to want to come and see good football. Yeah. Regardless of where look, it's at. The Alamo Dome is huge and the Freeman Coliseum is old. Like if you really want me to start telling you what's wrong with the venues that we were talking <laughs> about, I can. I can always put a, a, a shiny sheen on anything and say, this is why this is good. Um, but the Freeman, if if you're crying over not being able to go to an event at the Freeman, I, you know, you must have a certain attachment to it that I don't have. Freeman's okay, but it's not like it's great. Yeah, the attachment should be to the team, folks. Yeah, you for know, sure. They're, they're, they're for San sure. Antonio's team. They're, you know, this this is real. 
it's happening. There's there's been an effort here. You're not gonna say, well, I only go watch my son's high school games when he plays in the nice big, you know, Northside Independent School District stadiums. But when they're playing at you know home game, rinky dink, you know, the the the, the high school stadium that's running fall, falling over. Well, I'm not not that this place is. is I'll that. tell you, it's not. But I'm just saying, you're not gonna not go because of where they're playing. I'll tell you, I spend a lot. I, I go to a lot of high school football games. Yeah, I do. Um, the best fans are usually in the in the smaller crappiest stadiums, stadiums yeah. that there are. Those are the good fans. Those like, kids are tough, man. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you if, if this comes to fruition and it works out with such a place like the Rose Palace, it actually is also a win-win for the fans because it, it allows us to lower our ticket prices yeah. yeah, to accommodate the cost. Well, and I mean, again, you're not driving into downtown. Right. You know, even, even you know, gosh. Well, that's definitely $20 parking when you're going downtown. Oh, yeah. Matter for where. sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, Free, Freeman. They already told us it was going to be twenty twenty five dollars parking. Yeah, yeah. Alamo and Alamo was going to be, be the same. Exact same. So even if it's twenty, you're saving half at that. Or even right. if it's ten, you're saving half at that point. Right. Uh, so that is venue information. It sounds like something really, really soon. Maybe if we're lucky, by the time this show comes out, you'll already start to be announcing things. Yeah. Hopefully, we can unveil some things. Of course, everything goes on Facebook. So sure. You know, yeah. Stay, stay sure. Tuned. So stay tuned to the San Antonio Gunslingers Facebook page, the Smoking Guns Podcast uh, Facebook page. We we get that information out as quickly as possible. Um, and if you want the information as soon as we get it, you could always become a patron um, because we're going to start leaking leaking that information on our patron. Um, they're going to hear it first from us. Yeah, they're going to hear it from you. I venture to say that most information about the gunslingers, if you hear it, you'll hear it first if you're a patron of ours. Yep. If you're not able to do that, it won't be far behind that. Um, but if you're able to help us out with the show and you want the inside track, that is probably going to be the inside track because that's where I'm going to start posting uh, breaking news as soon as I get it is going to be to our patrons first. We don't have a show every week. We, we will soon. Um, but even if we have it every week, there really are things soon. that break daily. Yeah. Um, and you're going to get that information quicker as a patron. Um, good news. Not that that's bad news. That's good news. We've got yeah. a venue yeah. right around it's the corner. It's hopeful news. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, but you guys also have a new sponsor that you're yes. really, really excited about. <clears throat> oh yeah. And yes. while they're not a sponsor of the show yet, <laughs> yes. yet, uh, yes. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about it. Cause it is an interesting sponsorship deal. They're not only a sponsor, they are the the official mascot, mascot, mascot sponsor. sponsor. Yeah. So tell us about who is this and what is going on. So uh, we were recently sponsored by Admiral Power and Admiral Security. They're they're together, uh, but just two uh, two different umbrellas. Okay. But uh, Admiral Power is now the official sponsor for our mascot, and our mascot will be named Sheriff Power. Sheriff Power. Yep. I like it. Sheriff Power. and uh, Very cool. They uh, they sell solar panels. They do home solar panels. Okay. Um, and they also do, with Admiral Security, they're uh, an extension of ADT Security. So they do home security as well. So cool. Big. So these guys, these are the guys you can call out to your house. They're going to get your security system set. They're going to get your solar panels set so that you Absolutely. can get. Home um, camera systems, the whole, the whole thing, motion right. sensors. You can cut they your power all. bill in half or more. Considerably, you, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> if you start putting up solar power. 
I'm You've been thinking about solar that. power. Yeah, and, just, and I, I need to finish you, this remodel first. And then, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. There's mm-hmm. there's a number floating that if you use promo code Gunslingers when you reach out to them, oh yeah, it's like five hundred to a thousand dollars off for your solar panel. Oh, there you go, wow. So you and, go, and uh, I've seen the numbers. The bills are going from like two thirty, two forty till down to like sixty, sixty five a month. So. It's definitely yeah. it pays for itself after a while. Huh? Uh, essentially, yeah. And yeah. then you, I know there's some some forms of tax breaks, I think, or something like that when you have. There is. You know, there absolutely is. When you start. Well, and I mean, not to get political, but if if things start moving toward a Democrat side of things, those will become bigger like that. That's that's always part that's their of thing, their yeah. platform mm-hmm. um, yeah. is is renewable energy. And exactly. So if that's a thing that you value and that's a thing you want or if you value cutting some money off of your uh, bill that you pay to CPS or whoever your energy provider is. And most of us at CPS around here and not for me, I'm way out in the boondocks where <laughs> CPS hadn't even heard of us. Um, if you want to cut some money off that bill and I don't know anybody that opens up their power bill and is like, yes, I am paying exactly what I want to pay oh, for my so power. Excited. I never have. So <laughs> excited. Um, you want to cut some money off of that. Solar power is a great way to do that. Um, Yes, you're going to see some tax breaks. Yes, yeah. you're going to be doing something for the environment. If that's stuff you value, um, start with Admiral. It's a good investment on your home too, especially a, a resale on yeah. your home if mm-hmm. you for, if you decide to sell. So well, and I mean, I'm guessing I haven't looked at all their information yet, but I'm guessing that you call for an appointment. They're going to come out and tell you what it's going to cost. Yeah, you can actually go on their website. I believe it's GoAdmiralPower.com. There you go, and you can just fill out the information. Put your info, and uh, they'll reach out to you. And you'll, I think, Ali or Rudy, one of those guys. They they have a fantastic team over there that uh, will get you all set up. They'll have a consultation, tell you what you're looking at, and uh, they can give you some really great deals. Absolutely. Yeah. And Sounds use that awesome. uh, in use uh, gunslingers. Yeah, just let them know promo code. Promo code gunslingers. You can tell them. You can type it in under the comment section, just so they know that it's coming from us. So you can get that great deal. And those guys, it's Rudy and Ali, Ali, mm-hmm. and Rudy and Ali. Um, have already been checking out the show, I know. Mm-hmm. And so Rudy and Ali, um, you can have this kind of coverage <laughs> for Admiral Power and Admiral Security all the time on the Smoking Guns Podcast. Um, we need to talk. <laughs> for sure they're they're sure. really a bunch of great guys over there and uh you know they're they're definitely there to help as well um they're all about you know helping you save money and uh you know giving you a quality product and that's kind of why we partner with them again uh everything that the gunslingers do uh has to do with local yeah Every, everybody mm-hmm. that's local to san antonio um they have exclusivity when it comes to solar panel and security now um we're not going to go to these, you know, these big companies or whatnot. Right. We, again, we're keeping everything local and homegrown. So it was a no-brainer partnering up with them. So tell us about uh, Sheriff Power. So Sheriff Power, I mean, uh, what, what can I say? He's going to be a rootin' tootin' cowboy, I guess you could say. Yeah. <laughs> I, the, you know, the, the thing about the, the whole mascot bit, Hector designed it. Hector created it. Um, that's, that's his. So thing. peel back the for be a second. Suit? Is it going to no. be a guy in no, a foam suit? Not, are we no. doing a guy in a foam suit or are we just doing a guy? Uh, no, it's it's going to be a foam suit. Oh, wow. It's, it's literally going to look like the one that we posted. Okay. Yeah. On, yeah. Like when I tell you it literally looks like that, the one we ordered, it's a little bit like the Cowboys mascot. Carbon then. copy. Uh, but he will wear shoulder pads and uh, a game jersey that's going to have his name on the back. Very that cool. says power. Very uh, cool. And then the Admiral Power logo will be on uh, the front of the jersey. So, yeah, he'll... Uh, He'll be decked out looking like a real gunslinger. There you go. Yep. 
Very cool. Very cool. It's coming together. It is. Slowly. Mascots, cheerleaders, yep. a venue, a schedule coming soon. As soon as this my venue assumption is would, locked down. My assumption would be we would have a schedule within less than a week, hopefully, uh, after the venue is locked in. Because there's some adjustment, adjustments that have to be made. Sure. Now that they've added the North Texas Bulls, um, we got to make some adjustments. And then, of course, when our venue tells us, hey, you can play this day at this time, then we can go right. ahead and assess everything and put everything together. But I would imagine... Our league owner, Tony, would have something together in about a week after we uh, get a yes. And this is all leading to mid-March or late March? Late March. Okay. Definitely late March, and I think postseason would carry into uh, mid to late June. Okay. Um, As far as I've been told, uh, most likely leading towards the East Coast, uh, regardless of playoff record. Yeah. Yeah, because most of the teams for the AAL are over on the East Coast kind of area. Correct, yes. Um, and some big names. Like, if you have not looked into the AAL and the ownership group, there are some guys that names you would recognize. If you're a football fan, yes, there are some guys that, uh, specifically the Carolina Thunder. Uh, Charlotte Thunder. Charlotte, Charlotte Thunder. Yeah. Um, are a couple of guys you may recognize, or at least one of those names you may recognize. Ted um, Ginn Jr., yeah, yeah. formerly of the Carolina Panthers. Yep, I was watching that guy in college when he played for the Golden Dummers, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I think he's a Notre Dame guy, isn't he? Doug Ginn Jr.? Yeah, I believe so, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, been watching that guy for a long time, and now our team gets to uh, beat them for a championship. That's cool. <laughs> uh, it's all coming together, and it's coming together fast. Absolutely. Um, before you know it, March is going to be here, and leading up to March, there's still a lot of work to do. I don't know if you knew that or not, Jason. <laughs> Let me tell you, every day is is a lot of work for myself. And I don't know how you guys are doing it. Uh, like I don't know how you both work full time jobs. It's sleepless nights. It's uh, and put all this together. N- no exaggeration. I think Hector and myself are on the phone with each other, probably about eight or nine times a day. Yeah, each conversation consisting of about twenty twenty five minutes long each. Let me tell you, let me tell you how busy Jason is. Jason is so busy that he cannot text us when we have a question. He records, he records a video, it. a voice memo yeah. and sends it. He ain't got no time to, he ain't got no time to type this out. This is true. Uh, he just lie. sends us a voice memo of the information that we need. And then I have to stop and listen. I keep an earbud in my ear for Jason. I mean, I listen to other stuff on it too, but. That way I can listen to Jason without uh, somebody. Hey, else I'm looking. Over here. I'm looking for a personal assistant intern. So you know, any college students out there? Intern. <laughs> intern. This is not a job opportunity. This is a it, resume it will, opportunity. It will be after the season's over. I, I promise. <laughs> it's coming fast. It is. Um, the gunslingers are. Gosh, there's so much that uh, that's going to come out here in the next week or so, a couple of weeks, if things break just right. Yes. Um, and people can be excited about season tickets. Absolutely. Uh, single game tickets. You're going to release season tickets first, uh, or are you going to release it you, all? You know what? Once? I think, I think in all fairness, I think we're going to release it all. Are you? Um, there may be some, uh, but my guess is single ticket, single game tickets. You want to buy your tickets that way are going to cost, uh, a percentage more than just buying a season ticket package. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, mean, if I bought <clears throat> five games worth of single game tickets i'm i'm gonna be wasting money aren't i you're gonna be spending more than yeah than what you would get for season tickets um however i will say if you buy season tickets and and it falls under a certain timeline like a super sale we do over a weekend Uh uh, it might be worth your while you heard it here (laughs) sounds like an opportunity coming watching 
Yeah, yeah. There's is a, that is that like uh, imminent on release kind of thing they need to be looking for, or should they wait? Pay attention to everything that we post on Facebook because that's going <laughs> to be do. your opportunity to to see the uh, the chance to save money when we do. My that. fear is that folks out there will plop money down as soon as they become available, and then two weekends later there will be some sort of sale that they'll kick themselves over. I don't think we would do that to the fans. No. I hope not. Uh, no, uh-uh. that would be a bummer. No, but I I do know we we want to be we want to be faithful to the faithful that mm-hmm. have been right. with us since the beginning. Yeah. Um. So there will be opportunity uh, for exclusive exclusive tickets at a much more discounted rate for some of the people that we recognize that have been there with us since the beginning. Always take care of the early <laughs> adopters. That's uh, something we've learned. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's good. Lots of good information. Lots of good stuff coming around the bend. Yes. Um, we're excited. Yeah. Um, real quick, I want to interject. Speaking of opportunities, I have to take this opportunity to kind of gloat a little bit. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, we, we had a certain, you guys you guys sponsored a certain oh, yeah. gi- giveaway, a little raffle. Oh, yeah. 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 And, yeah. Uh, you know, Philip loves to talk about his, you know, first jersey, the number one jersey. He likes to talk about that. Number 12 jersey. The, the, the hat. Number's number 12 already been jersey. retired. Yeah, yeah. And so, I was the first um, one with a number 12 jersey. So they've retired my jersey before they've even started to play. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's true. It's um, true. I mean, whatever way you want to slice it. But, but a couple people but got you a can't win kind of, everything. Right. And you tell them why, Leo. Tell them why, Leo. You can't. you can't win if you don't play. Oh. <laughs> How true. You snooze, you lose. So we told you a couple of weeks ago about their jersey... Um, Raffle. They were yeah. going to raffle off two jerseys, Pierre Turner and Cody Brooks. We told you to jump on. We told you to uh, buy your raffle tickets, and a handful of you did. Not near enough of you. Um, but I'll be really honest. I didn't either. Like, I was set. I, you, you, you did it exclusively through Cash App. Yep. Would not take my PayPal. Unfor- well, hold on. PayPal <laughs> didn't let us take PayPal. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, would not take my PayPal. So I needed to download Cash App. So I was like, oh, I got to do that. Because y'all posted yeah. something about, you know, a day left or something like that. And I'm yeah, going, it opened up on December 15th and it closed yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah. So uh, day before Christmas, I'm in the store shopping and I'm like, oh, yeah, I see that mm-hmm. on Facebook. I'm like, I got to do that. So I downloaded Cash App. It's still on my downloads. Like uh-huh. my previously, you know, my recently downloaded Cash App is still there. But you got to set it up. You got to attach it's, your name and you got to set up an account. And you got to do all that. a couple minutes. But I'm shopping. I'm doing my Christmas you shopping. You got carried away by that Christmas spirit you're talking about. So I was like, I'm going to put this in my yeah. pocket. And I'm going to do this when I get home tonight on the 23rd. And poof. Forgot. Gone out of my mind. And so on Christmas Eve after church, I'm sitting around with my family. My parents had come in town. And I'm looking across and I see... The, the posts the where two spinning. people had won. And I'm like, no, no, not yet. <laughs> two great names. I'm by not the ready way. yet. Absolutely <laughs> awesome names. I'm not ready. I was going to, I was going to, I was going to. Congratulations, by the way. Leo won. Thank you. Yeah. Which one did you win? I won Pierre Turner's. Pierre Turner's mm-hmm. number 11. Yeah. And then Monique. Monique Ferrante. Ferrante, Monique's one of our patrons. Mm-hmm. And, you know, big fan of the show. Big fan of the show. Big fan of the Gunslingers. Yep. They're going to be, Mo and Iris are going to be a big part of the Gunslinger culture when we get when we start kicking this thing off. No doubt. And uh, she has her 
they have there because it, it's Mo and Iris. I mean, Mo was yeah. the one, the name on it, but it's Mo and Iris. Um, Mo has her Cody Brooks jersey coming. Very cool. Um, Would have looked great hanging on my office, framed. Would have yeah. been so cool. There'll the, be there'll be more opportunities later on. Yeah, I just got to remember. I got to I got to set up cash app. I apparently, can't, I cool. can't promise it's going to be signed though. Right. They signed them yeah. in front of me. I mean, I know most of these guys. If Sign, I need to get a signature, I, I can probably. Worn jerseys. They wore they wore these for. No. Uh, they did not no, wear these particular no. ones. These, these are, are fresh, fresh, off fresh, the press, signed, okay. signed, yeah. framed, so framed, mind. right? N- not framed yet. I not, mean, not, they, they will be. They're, they're, you're they're going to frame them. Yeah. Going to look great in my man cave. Look great <laughs> in my office, man. Uh, no, you'll, good you'll news. And keep, I mean, keep plugged in because there are more opportunities like that coming along. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we've already had... Gosh, all of our winners have already been people that we know well. Mo, Leo, we know pretty well. Um, Greg, know that guy. Greg, yeah. Greg, uh, Greg gets a pair of season tickets. He does. Well. Yeah, he's the big winner. Yeah, the very first free uh, season ticket. Uh, season ticket number one and yeah. number two already yep. accounted for. Absolutely, we're excited for that. Absolutely. I know Greg's excited for that. Yeah. Um, very cool. Well, lots of great stuff going on. Um, keep your ear to the ground. Keep your eye on Facebook. Um, not Twitter, unfortunately. No, not uh, yet. Because they're not there. I'll try to post that information over to Twitter as we get it. But y'all I, need a Twitter. It's not account. like they don't have enough to do right go now. Go ahead. Go ahead and make Twitter one. Account. You have my blessings and just copy and paste. <laughs> just copy and paste everything. I'm all right with that. I'm, I'm already running it. the one for the show. I don't want to run one for the team. <laughs> no, uh, lots of good stuff coming up. And uh, it's just going to get closer and closer. It as is, soon as season is. ticket hit. Buy your season tickets. Absolutely. It's going to be a blast. Five games, right? Five games. And and remember, we're... Because for the, a while, it was eight-game season. Now it's back to a 10-game season, yeah? Uh, Yeah, it's going to be definitely 10-game season, five away, five home. Yeah. Nice. So we yeah, because we added that North Texas Bulls into the uh, division, so... Yeah. We play uh, El Paso, North Texas, Allen, and Austin. Twice. Each twice, Twice. Right? Yeah. But, I, but I, Austin will be twice in San Antonio. Yeah. So, are there actually six games in our schedule then? No, because you got El Paso at home, Allen, Fort Worth. And oh, you're Austin right. Austin twice. Okay. So that's that's our five right there. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Um, good deal. And then we'll win the Texas division, and then we'll go into uh, the playoffs. I, I'm a firm believer that we're going to take it all the way. Why not? We're way ahead of any other team in our division. For like, sure. They're they're trying people out right now. We've Completed yeah, training Sunday, camp. Sunday, the, the Bulls have their tryout. Yeah. Allen, uh, well, they just keep signing guys left and right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have not heard a lot of chatter from Austin. Austin had a tryout they already. They had a tryout. They yeah. did have a tryout. Um, they do have, I would say, majority of a team put together. And Oh, yeah, but they, they were a team or they were a setup before yeah, they so, moved into the league, right? Correct. So they've signed new guys. They've retained old old guys that were there before. And then I've seen El Paso play, and I'm not really right. Really, really. <laughs> you don't have something nice to say. I didn't say anything bad. I just said I'm not worried about it. <laughs> not, no comment. <laughs> I will say I watched a great majority of a game they played against semi-pro guys that just come out on the weekends to play football, and I'm not worried about it. Let me just say it that way. Okay. Okay. Is that fair? That works. <laughs> I mean, it's a, uh, it's factual. It is factual. It is the it, just the facts. 
I can tell you we are uh, San Antonio's only and exclusive arena football team. Anybody else is a fake. Oh, yeah. Oh. There was some talk about another, but we never even have mentioned it on the show because it hasn't been a... And, and no, be I just fair, felt the need to reiterate. That's we all. are a San Antonio football podcast, not always exclusively a Gunslingers podcast. Correct. Um, and we have been keeping an eye on anything else that might pop and it looked like something and, and then it just disappeared. Yeah. It is what it is. Poof. It, Poof. It's like it's false gone. promises and then it fizzles out. All right. So here's where we're going to end. Here's where we're <laughs> going to stop because, uh, eventually we have to stop and we've been, um, running longer and longer. It seems like every show we have, but I mentioned something when we were talking to RC and I need to talk to you about that as a giants fan. Okay. How do you feel? about the way the Philadelphia Eagles handled their business against the Washington football team on Sunday night by putting in a third-string quarterback that has no chance in a three-point game that is winnable, that they could win, that they could make some noise and win, and send your team to the playoffs to put in the third-string quarterback. Because I don't think they cared. Honestly, I don't think they well, cared. Well, I think that's about, obvious. So I, I think they, they just wanted to give them a look. Give them some reps. Give them some work. I mean, they knew they weren't going to the playoffs. They could care less about us. Dallas is already out of the picture. So what? at what point do you say to yourself, what do we have to lose? So let's give this guy some work. We already know Jalen Hurts can do his thing when, when put to the test. So why not? Actually makes sense. What do you have to lose? Yeah. Okay, but... Do they have a responsibility? This is a great conversation, uh, and it may be longer no, I, than. I don't. I don't. Do think they have so a responsibility to play all out in a game? Negative. Where no. they have nothing to gain? No. No. Isn't not at all. isn't there a same could be said about a preseason game? But it's not a preseason game. I know, but I'm like saying, it is a game that that matters to the standings overall. Preseason game never does. So this isn't an exhibition. This isn't time to try some guy out. This isn't Jose can say time to put so, Jose can say go on the pitch. So me man. as a coach but, or an owner, I'm going to say, well, what if, uh, you know, Leo is the, the giants. What do I owe you? Nothing. nothing. So why am I going to ball to the wall for what? Yeah, I, I, I agree. Cause if you flip it the other way, you, you, your obligation is to yourself to do what's in the best interest of yourself, your own team. And if it's to put some guy out there because you want to get a look at him and see what he looks like in okay. real game action, and that's your only opportunity, then that's 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 what is most that is what most beneficial to you in that opportunity in that uh, circumstance. And if you flip the if you flip the script, and it's okay, you're a playoff team in a game that doesn't matter towards the end of the season, and you you rest your starters because you don't want to risk injury. Exactly. It's kind of the same thing, but it's just the, the other way around. Nobody balks at that or, you know, cries about that. So. Okay, well, in that situation, you do that from the beginning of the game. Like, not everybody always. knows that you're going into it with nothing to gain. You do not go out the whole week before and say, we have a no-hat rule. Did you hear this? Mm -mm. Doug Peterson came out, did a big interview about we have a no-hat rule. In uh, in Philadelphia, we do not want to see another team put on NFC Championship hats uh, in our facility. Oh, that's a bold statement. <laughs> that's a lie, based well, on how he handled that game. Uh -huh. Well, now that's now a lie. You look stupid, yeah, <laughs> because they did, and you let them. Mm -hmm. Like you, you, they may have anyway, even if you'd have played out. So let me go a little further. Uh, I know this episode's running long. Don't care. Um, <laughs> it's good radio. I don't. I don't. Uh, let me go a little further. You're right. 
you need to do what's best for your organization. Let's say that's true. And I think that's true to a certain extent. Although I do think that there is a, uh, a certain amount that you owe the game to play the game to its fullest. But let's say you're right. You, you only owe your organization. Is there not something to be gained by taking the guy who may be your starting quarterback going forward and finding out in the fourth quarter of a three-point game whether he can lead your team to victory? Do you not learn something about your quarterback, even though nothing's on the line for you? I can remember us not being us being the Cowboys, not being sure about Dak Prescott, and uh, two years ago him playing in a meaningless game against your Giants, where he played all out in a meaningless game, through a last second touchdown to Cole Beasley to win the game in a meaningless game where we all learned something about Dak Prescott and we now we know something about his character and who he is. So here's my question. Do you not learn that about Jalen Hurts if you leave that guy in? Jalen Hurts didn't want to be out of that game. I think he made that very clear in the way he conducted himself after he was pulled out of that game. So it's a 50-50 split. You can ask yourself, A, do I not chance um, uh, this player and getting injured and possibly missing next year? Or do I want to see him ball out and see what he can bring to the table so when we have our fresh start next year? You know, we know what we're working with. So I, I think it can go in either direction. And and because it's a, it's a game time decision. Because uh, Jalen Hurts is going to be your starter in Philadelphia for the foreseeable future. Carson Wentz wants out, which he's not going to get. Right. So he uh, wants to be traded and nobody's taking that contract on. Yeah, nobody wants that. No. 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 I, I mean, I guess there might be a team out there that no quarterback will ever go to. I've always seen freely. him as an eight and eight quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even sure what Did, team that is anymore because I want to say like Cincinnati, but they have no. Joe Burrows right now, no, so they're nobody's going to get it. a return on that investment, it's um, just, and they all know it. Possibly the Jets. I mean, it might, but they've got the number uh, number two pick right now, and they've got Sam Darnold, so they got a guy that may be the guy anyway, and they've got a pick to do. So I don't yeah. even know what team that would be. That would it could be a good backup to Menchu in Jacksonville. Well, Jacksonville has the number Jacksonville's one. Jacksonville's got number one. They're going to take right. Lawrence or gonna, Fields. Yeah. Oh, Wentz, you're screwed if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe a place like Oakland where they've never been in love with Derek Carr as far as Gruden is concerned. Maybe he likes Carson Wentz more than he likes Carr, but you're not going to spend that amount of money. That's a hard relationship to like view because if you watched Hard Knocks, yeah. it doesn't look like they don't like each other, but it doesn't look like they're in love either. It never yeah. looks like Gruden has full confidence in his quarterback in the three years that he's been there. I've never felt like, or three, yeah, it's been three seasons, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's been three. Uh, three. He's never looked like he has full confidence in, in car to me. I could be wrong, No, I, but I, it I just agree. doesn't look like he has that confidence. But then I've never seen him have full confidence in a quarterback on his roster. Even back in the days of Rich Gannon might be just and Brad thing. Johnson, yeah. I've never seen him look like I've trust this guy wholeheartedly with my offense. Here's a possibility. He could go. To New Orleans, if Drew Brees retires, and the and the rumor is Drew Brees may retire. Taysom Hill, no, are you crazy? Not as a starter. They will keep him I as think, a hybrid that I, he is. He had, I think Peyton really likes him. I think Sean Peyton really likes I, the idea of him. Well, that's one where they like each other. They they, they like each other a lot, but right. I, I don't know that he's not to that extent. Yeah, and yeah. Jameis Winston is not the future. No, no, for so, sure not. No, for sure not. Um, maybe Carolina. I don't know about Teddy Bridgewater. I'm that is sure. a possibility, yeah. 
Carolina, I mean, maybe. Yeah, I think that's we should ask Hector the best on that one we've heard so far. For that yeah, matter, true. you're going to need to start thinking about the next. What's next in Tampa? I mean, I realize you got Tom Brady right now, How but could you bring last? could you bring Carson Wentz in and have him learn under Tom Brady and then have the future of your franchise? But I think he's past that learning curve because he's not a young quarterback. He's he like a, is, he's, he's a mid aged quarterback. Is he? Is Dak Prescott? And they're the same age. Came yeah, out the same time. I, would, I don't know. If I that's would the put same him as, as a middle-aged quarterback. He Definitely just, not young. He's not young. Well, and there's still the injury thing. Like the injury thing. The injury yeah. thing with that big a contract Tacking is what you do. I really want to take that on. And Alex Smith, although yeah, he. I mean, he played and he's there. I mean, the injury is still going to be in the back of everybody's mind. Oh, always. So Carson Wentz could be a backup option. If the best Alex thing Smith gets hurt again. The best thing Alex Smith could do in Washington this year is go out and play all out in this playoff game and win or lose. If they win, you move on, and then you'll get eliminated You know, past Tampa. But I don't see them beating Tampa. No. The best thing Alex Smith could do for his legacy, for his career, and for his body is play the rest of this season wherever that leads the Washington football team and then retire. You've proved you've come back. You've proved what you needed to prove. You've proved you can play on the NFL level, and you won games, and you led your team to the playoffs. It's not going to get any better than this. You need to retire here. That is true. I just thought of a team that might need a quarterback after this year. The Denver Broncos. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Carson Wentz to the Denver Broncos. You no, heard it here first. that's not happening. <laughs> you heard it here last. <laughs> who, who, who? who are you thinking? Talking about retirement. What about Pittsburgh? Um, Roethlisberger is not going nowhere. Yeah, he is. I think he's retiring. Think? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he's done. After this year? Yeah. Maybe one more. I think he may have one more. I think he may retire this year, but for uh, sure. I think it all depends on how. They, if they win a Super Bowl, he'll retire. They're not gonna but they're not going to win a Super Bowl. No. Not the way they've been they got to get through Kansas City. And they can't get through Kansas City. And but, I think the only reason why Kansas City lost is because. And I think that's true for either him or Drew Brees. They win a Super Bowl, they will retire. They'll retire on the. I wouldn't be surprised to see them retire on the podium. On the podium. Yeah. yeah. I well, really think. There's a good chance uh, Roethlisberger hangs his cleats up after this year. Last season was rough, man. I mean, to miss. So you don't have the confidence timings. in Mason Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint, sarcasm. Uh, right? Uh, yeah, no. So your Giants miss out on the playoffs, but you're okay with that. I am okay because they didn't deserve it, just like nobody else. Like I said, in the NFC East, did that's true. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's Power. more than true, but I, I got to tell you, if it had been the other way around, if the Cowboys had found a way um, to not be the Cowboys on Sunday and beat your Giants, and then I had been sitting in front of the TV watching that, uh, the way that Philly handled their business on the field on Sunday night, I would have been livid. I would have been livid. Like I said, I just feel like they don't owe us anything. So They don't, but they do owe something to the game, and I think they cheapen the game in some way. By Agreed. by doing yeah. it the way they did it. If you come out and, and Sudfield or whatever the guy's name is, is your starting quarterback from the beginning because you know what you've got in everybody else and you just want to see if if that's the way you play from the beginning or you're out of it or you're way ahead and you decide to make. But in a winnable game in the fourth quarter, to tell your guys who have put their bodies on the line all night to play the game, never mind, we give up just seems like a Bush League thing to do to me. And I don't think of Doug Peterson as a Bush League guy. I actually really like Doug Peterson. I think he's yeah, a very for good For me, coach. it's just I see both sides of the coin. That's all. Right. Um, I just thought it was a really Bush League thing. But 
it, it affected your team much more than it affected mine. It, it did, yeah, because we did our job. You know, we just had to. Well, the Cowboys did the, your job for you. <laughs> now, they just didn't now, show up on, at all. Let me at all, at all. Goldman did recover that fumble at the end. There was a clear picture on the screen. Yeah, no, I yeah, saw it. So, No, you're right. <laughs> and that pass by Dalton into the end zone yeah, is the stupidest thing I've ever seen a quarterback do in my life. Yeah. And I don't it, think he's a was, stupid guy. It was stupid in the sense yeah, that he threw it in the end zone. He should have thrown it out of bounds. Right. But you had fourth down. Pro- it was if it's yeah. on fourth down, you did what you could do. But yeah. you had another chance. Yeah, and you just threw the ball up for grabs in the end zone. I hate taking uh, any kind of turnover in the red zone. I think it's the worst thing that you can do as a quarterback. I oh, hate absolutely. interceptions in the end zone. But to do it when you still have a chance to win. Yeah, and everybody can talk about Mike McCarthy and the dumb decision to not challenge the catch. I get where he's coming from. It was a bang-bang kind of play that you don't know you're going to win, and you're in a tight game. You need all three of your timeouts. I would have done something different. I would have challenged it. I understand his his uh, thinking, his thought process on that. I'm okay with that. But Dalton just throwing the ball up for grabs on third down in the end zone doesn't make any sense to me. Throw it out of the back of the end zone, and if you got to do that on the fourth down, you do that. But I, I think I, you guys need your money back on Zeke. Oh, big time. <laughs> you ain't kidding. And people who know me know that I do not believe in spending big money on running backs ever, 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 ever. We made this deal with Zeke, and I was like, maybe we can get to it. We won't get the eight years that the deal's worth, but maybe we get two or three years out of him. We didn't even get that. No. He's not the running back he was. He's not deserving of the money that he's getting. Tony Pollard is just as good. Yeah, I give him credit. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, and there's another. There's a Carson Wentz kind of contract that there's no way we can get out from under. Like, we'll put him on the trade block, maybe not publicly, but anybody that calls, we would entertain offers for, but nobody's going to take that contract. Yeah. Just like Carson Wentz. Um, and it, and the sad thing is that hurts, that hamstrings your whole team because now you can't do the things you wanted. We let go Just of Byron Jones. Money tied up, yep. Yeah, we let go of Byron Jones, a good cornerback, a really good cornerback. Um, that we desperately needed this year, apparently. We got rid of Byron Jones because we couldn't afford him because we had money tied up in Zeke, and we've got to pay Dak, and we've got to pay Amari Cooper, which I hate to say it, Amari Cooper's got to go. You've got CeeDee Lamb, and you've got Gallup. You don't need Amari Cooper, and he's the one that's going to cost too much money. Yeah, yeah. Without CeeDee Lamb, absolutely, but they didn't know they were going to land And it's sad because I love Amari Cooper, but I don't see any – just as a – as a guy in the salary cap era, I don't see any way you keep Amari Cooper. You've got two other guys that are that are just as good that are cheaper. Yeah. Sorry, Mari. Maybe Oakland, maybe Las Vegas will take it back. You know, also, you guys, <laughs> you may disagree, but I think you need to get rid of Sean Lee. Uh, he'll retire. I think I think he's a waste of money he's as gonna well. He's going to retire. A guy that is only productive the semi-occasional times he's on the field. He's going to retire. Yeah. And I think he might even end up being part of the Cowboys coaching staff. I can see that. Um, he's, oh, yeah, a, he's a Dallas that. Cowboy guy. Jerry loves him. Um, he's a good leader. He's a good vocal leader. He's a good team captain kind of guy. He's just injured. Yeah. And so I think he might end up a on lot. the college. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> um, we got to do something defensively, period. Like Mike Nolan is not the answer. His scheme does not work with this personnel he has. And the reason I know that is because Leighton Vander Esch and Jalen Smith were two of the best inside linebackers in the league for the last two years. Even on defenses that were kind of suspect, they were still playing really well. And then this year, they've been terrible. Agreed. 
Well, the only thing that's changed is everything around them. Yeah. The entire scheme. So I, I want, I'd bring Chris Richard back. Like I realized his last season with us wasn't great, but he was still dealing with this. Am I the defensive coordinator or is it Rob Marinelli? Yeah. I would bring him back and put him in control of the defense and say, this is yours molded in your image. Make it what you want to be. Because when he does that, I think he puts together a really good defense and he puts together the kind of the defense that our personnel thrives in real, real quick before we go. Does there anybody, is no real quick. We we've before, been before we go we're way beyond real quick. Cause I know Jonathan listens to the show and he's a huge Texans fan. What's up, does, does JJ Watt stay in Houston? Uh, yeah, I say no. JJ Watt no? will never play no. on another team. He will always be a Houston Texan. But hasn't that's he expressed not, That's that, not what he said earlier this season. Yeah. yeah. Did you miss that memo? I think uh, I even no. got an email. No. <laughs> J.J. Watt isn't going anywhere. Huh. He'll retire. Uh, the he only where place, that organization he is headed. No way. The only place I could see him winding up, just out of, just, if there is another team he would play on, he would play with his brother. I could see that. Like, I could see that yeah, happening. Yeah, that would be, and that would be, be Are you kidding? Sick, like, TJ, sick. TJ and J.J. together. Anywhere, but in Pittsburgh, wow. Well, they have no first round draft pick this year, so who Pittsburgh? No, Houston. Oh, Houston, yeah, Miami got it, man. So they're gonna need some. I mean, they're Talk not gonna get a you know high first round or anything, but they need they're gonna need an infusion of some Houston talent. is terrible at the GM position and always has been. Mm, clearly, well, look yeah. at the hop. <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> that trade was, you can talk about what just happened with about, Hopkins and trading away the, which uh, the trade for Tunzel was actually a good trade. You got a really good guy out of the Tunzel trade. I'm going to say no. Really? But nah. I will take you a step further. Something people don't even seem to remember. Um, way back in the day, they had a guy at GM named Cashman. You remember the guy Cashman? Cashman. Yeah. Was it Brian Cashman? Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think that, yeah. They let the man take their first round, their number one pick. They let him do the draft and fired him after the draft. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> it's when they drafted, what was the kid's name? Mario Edwards? Oh, um, no. He was a defensive yeah. lineman, defensive end. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of that. And name. they took him instead of, I, I would have, they should have taken Vince Young. I realize he flamed out in the NFL, but he was a Houston kid. He had all the name and recognition in the world. For there. Yeah, for sure. um, he was a mobile quarterback and they did not have a great offensive line. Like there were a lot of things that made sense for VY to be in Houston. They passed on him and took a defensive end and then, and then fired the general manager, like within the week. That's too funny. Fired the general manager. And I'm like, why did you let this man pick for you? That's so Houston. <laughs> it's, just, Houston it's like when your mom says, know. let your little brother play the video game for an hour. <laughs> yeah, we'll let him play. Go ahead, pick. Yeah, just just. By the way, when you're done, you're fired. Right. You set up the save point first, and then you hand him the controller right. and be like, "Do whatever you want to do." <laughs> oh, the NFL. So who wins it? Let's let's Kansas in there. City. Kansas City. I I think so. I, I'm, God, that's I'm gotta hoping, hurt you to say I, yes. I, I'm I'm hoping Buffalo. I think Buffalo is the only team that has a chance. Against the Chiefs. Chance, yes, but I'm going to say still Kansas City. Yeah. So you think it's a, a replay of Super Bowl one, Kansas City and Green Bay? No. Tampa really? Bay and Kansas City. Oh, no. Tampa's not going on. I, I just, I don't know why. I don't think I Tampa feel gets like, that far? Well, you know what? Nope, nope. When you, when you think about it, no team that hosts the Super Bowl has ever gone to the Super Bowl. True. So they have that curse against them. Well. But stranger I, things have happened. I mean. Stranger things have happened. I just don't think they. 
have a complete team. They have lots of really good pieces, but Antonio I don't see Antonio Brown stepping team. up. Uh, I know Mike Evans got hurt over, hurt over the weekend, um, but I mean they still have you know a bunch of other weapons. Yeah, they got tons of weapons. Ronald um, Jones is coming off. The I think the list. biggest problem there is that Tom Brady does not trust Bruce Arians, and Bruce Arians does not trust Tom Brady yet. I think that's still the case, even a full season in, and that well, that's not going to work in the playoffs. Still the honeymoon. That's phase. just not going to work in the playoffs if you don't trust each other. Uh, you know, Tom Brady. I could see thrives it starting to click in the playoffs, though, man. It's like if they if could not, really put if it not together. Tampa, I would agree with you that it's going to be Green Bay. Green Bay. See, yeah. I think Green Bay's just got, and I hate that because I hate Darren Rodgers. Uh, he is the new Tom Brady to me. I just cannot stand the guy. Really? Really? He's a jerk. How is he? Like he's Tom Brady, jerk. State Farm guy? No way. He's a jerk. He just is. And you know why? He is a jerk. He's so much a jerk that State Farm is like, we don't want this guy anymore. We want Patrick Mahomes. Uh, State, uh, State Farm would love they it. Are, they have both their guys. They have the moved on. <laughs> they have moved on. I just on. realized that. <laughs> they have gone to Patrick Mahomes because, I mean, they had a little bit Literally. where they, like, had both of them. When's the last time you saw Aaron Rodgers in the State Farm commercial? I saw one er, no. yesterday. By himself? Well, he was. It was the one where he was complaining about that there wasn't a uh, that there wasn't an Aaron Rodgers rate or something like that. He he, he hits See, the that's golf. Aaron Rodgers, he hits right? the golf ball. The next commercial is going to be. Oh yeah, I do he's remember like, that. He's like, did that hit? Did, did, did that land yet? Did it land yet? Yeah. yeah, that was just yesterday. <sighs> I don't like Aaron Rodgers. The next one's going to be no Aaron Rodgers rate, no Aaron Rodgers commercial. <laughs> the thing about so Aaron Rodgers. For what's Allstate. funny about Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is he got so upset. When he came to the Green Bay Packers and tried to be the new kid on the block and rib Brett Favre, yeah. Brett Favre would not have it. Just hated the kid because he was trying to, because he was cocky, and he hated that. And now he has turned into Brett Favre. He he is yeah, he's, he's got that Brett Favre attitude. I, I down. agree with that. Yeah, and that just bothers it. me. Like if it bothered it. you, be different. But he's not willing to do that. Yeah, he's a well. jerk. When you're the man he, like that, it, it does something to you, you know? Hey, he's a jerk. And Tom Brady's a jerk to you. One, one day, and Patrick, if they're listening Patrick to the show, call may, me and, and argue with me. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes may become a jerk one day. I mean. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Yeah. Right now, he's it. like the nicest guy in the world. Everybody right now, him, he's king of the hill, man. Wouldn't you if you had damn near a billion dollars? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got the he's got the world on a string right now. Yeah, yeah. But he's, I mean, he he backs it up with his play for sure. Yeah, he's phenomenal. At what point does his agent say you're never going to be a brand in Kansas City? What? I don't know. Don't you have to go somewhere like L.A. or New York nah, to be a brand? That's more in no, the that's, NBA that's than the, the NFL. Thing. That's why I think he got such a big contract because yeah. he is branding Kansas City. He's putting them on the yeah, map. He, they, yeah, he's building that brand. It's still the Chiefs. You can't, you can't go anywhere and say, oh, do you know who Patrick Mahomes is? And somebody says, yeah, everybody no. knows. Everybody knows who Everybody he is. knows. You see Chiefs colors and logos, you know, places that you never saw him before. Tom Brady. So you're going to say he's the Michael Jordan of the NFL? Not no, yet. Not, he's not reached that level yet, but <laughs> no, he's going to say he's going to become the Michael Jordan in the NFL. Yeah. Because Michael Jordan be. put the Chicago Bulls on the map. Michael like they Jordan. They weren't a thing. Michael Jordan did was things. Kansas City. In the game that people had never seen Montana, before. Marcus Allen, back in that day, they were a thing. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even. Yes, you were. Yeah, Michael Jordan did things in the game that people had never seen before, and Patrick Mahomes, frankly, is doing the now, same I thing. Now, will, I will be honest with you. I watch a lot of football, and I've never seen a quarterback 
that can find the open guy on every play while on the sidearm. While just, he's I've on never the run. seen that. While he's under duress, running I out mean, of the pocket, there he is, still finds him. There is generally an open receiver on every play. I am a Broncos fan, and but to, I still fanboyish <laughs> on Patrick Mahomes. That says a lot because he's that good. I can't watch him play and go, oh, I hate that guy because he's just amazing. I would agree. Uh, he is. He is a different kind of talent. I, I, I'm not sure how long that lasts. I'm amazed by the sidearm throws. Yeah, it's, it's the no look pass is but that's just also because ridiculous. he comes from a pitching background because he was mm-hmm. going to be drafted to the MLB. Right. Yeah, right. so and now he's a part owner. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy. What a life! One other uh, before we get out, we are really going to get out. But one more uh, shout out we got to give NFL wise is to Mo and Iris Ferrantes. Both their teams made it: Indianapolis Colts and Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. Congrats, Eric, guys! Eric Henry, baby. Man, all fantasy uh, league. man, he is a beast. And again, it's another one of those things like I would never throw big money at him because you just don't do that with running backs. But right now he is a beast. If, if anyone, year, that's year. the guy you take the risk on. It's always those guys you lose on. <laughs> that is true because yeah. I took a chance with Todd Gurley. I mean, it's always. Yeah. And that oh, ball. yeah, that was a yeah, bust. Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, Ezekiel Elliott. You can go back in 10 years. Larry Who was Johnson. The last one? Who's the last one? Who's the last running back that, that was worth more than their rookie contract? Emmett Smith. Ladanian Tomlinson. Ladanian. Oh, yeah. LT. But even he did not have the same length of career. And, I mean, you can talk about there have been running backs that have long careers. Frank Gore is ending his career, I imagine. Frank although Gore, maybe he's not. I don't know. Now, although his draft stock. Or not but he's stock, never been the same. He's never been the guy you hand the ball to 20 times a game. Nobody is, though. Not anymore. Not yeah. anymore. No no running back can do that. The closest one that I can think of, and people may disagree, I think, but old reliable might be Adrian Peterson. He still makes AP. some things happen. Yeah. Even to this day. Yeah. He still True. makes things happen. Yeah. Well, he comes from the old school. He, so. Yes. He's definitely right. old school running back. But for every Adrian Peterson, there seems to be 100 Alfred Morrises. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, the guys that are really good for two or three seasons and somehow – turn that into a contract beyond their rookie contract that they're just not worth your boy up in new york i mean he got Whoa, hurt this hold year on, hold on hold on before Saquon? you guys start saying we don't know yet <laughs> yeah but Saquon's one of those guys we don't know yet what what is it his third year this was this was this his was third supposed year? to be his third year right, right. Yeah. and he but that's what i'm ACL. saying beyond the rookie t- contract his second year was good beyond the rookie contract which is five oh years. which is yeah. five years mm-hmm. i i still see him as, as a workhorse I still see him doing good. But you things. realize they're going to have to pay him. Is are you okay with paying him eighty million dollars? No. Exactly. Not, no. Exactly. Not when you have so many needs at other places. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's and the and thing is, we need to running run backs are a dime yeah. a dozen. Yeah, exactly. We, we need to spend our money on offensive line. Like, look, I love, and this guy might actually listen to our show at some point. I love sincere McCormick, and I would love to have him as a Dallas Cowboy for five years, but not past that. Like that's just the that's just the truth of the matter. Yeah. That's yeah, that. running back has become a suspect position. And the problem is the position itself is so brutal that you can't get more than four or five years on a professional level because they take a hit. They take a hard hit on every play. Right. And I mean, so do offensive linemen, but they're built for that. A running back's body is built to run the ball and for speed and agility. They're not built to take that kind of hit every play. But if it's a running play, they take a hit because they get tackled. 
And if it's a passing play, they get hit because they're picking up a blitz. Like they take the hit every play. Yeah, and with the new rules, all the hits are going low, and that's that's bad for running backs. Oh man, yeah. you ain't kidding. Yeah. Well, I hope you've stuck with us for this marathon. Why wouldn't they? All this interesting talk we've had. I mean, we talked diehard NFL. We've talked about diehard. We've talked about the NFL, and we've talked more importantly. Most importantly, about the San Antonio Gunslingers and all the amazing yep. things that are happening around this team. Um, get plugged in. Get your season tickets as soon as they go on sale or, you know, as soon as the flash sale hits. Um, pay attention for that. Get your season tickets wherever they play, whether it be the Rose Palace or the Alamo Dome, if something crazy were to happen, because who knows, anything could happen. Jason's Garage. Jason's Garage. <laughs> I'm making room as we speak. <laughs> wherever they play. Um, get your season tickets, get excited. What, uh, what is the last message you would leave people with right now? Gunslingers football. What do they need to know for the next two weeks? The most important thing is please, 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 please understand and be patient. Understand that, you know, every day is, is a new chapter. Every day is a new hurdle that we have to jump over and figure out. Um, nothing comes easy overnight. Um, but just know that Gunslinger organization, ownership, coaching staff are working around the clock to bring the absolute best product that we possibly can so this city can be proud. Um, we cannot give you um, the moon and the stars, but I promise you we're reaching for the sky. And, you know, we're trying our best. Understand that. And uh, I, I promise you we will be successful and we will be something to be talked about and be proud of. Absolutely. Good stuff. Yeah, and that's the key. You, you're going to want to say you were part of this from the beginning. Absolutely. I mean, if you're listening right now, as this episode goes live here on Wednesday, um, you're going to want to say you were part of this from the beginning. And if you're listening to this in the future and you just heard about the Gunslingers and they're getting started in March or whatever and you're, you're backlogging a bunch of episodes of the Smoking Guns podcast to get ready, jump on board because you're going to want to say you were part of this thing from the beginning. Um, and it's all got to start somewhere. And if that means it starts in the Rose Palace, um, that's where we'll start. And, and also, uh, if I may, I encourage every fan that listens to the show, every fan that is on our Facebook page, if you have a suggestion, if you have um, some insight, some input that you would like to give us that you feel we're doing negatively on or positive on, let us know, reach out to us, and, uh, and we'll gladly you know, put our heads together and make things better. Yep. For sure. Well, listen, accessible ownership for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's why we're sitting at a table with him. Yeah, absolutely. Because we would not have gotten involved if they had not been willing to answer some questions before we ever started and give you tacos and, and that we didn't eat. <laughs> that we didn't eat. <laughs> is what it is. Told you he'd remember that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I took him home and ate them all. <laughs> Did you? No. Good. No, no, no. You should have. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up. It's a long show. It's a really long show. Jason had lots to talk about with yeah. us, and we got into Die Hard. Some debates, yeah. And we got into some NFL talk there, a good a, amount of NFL talk. A lot talk. of NFL talk. That's, almost I as good as what you hear. NFL talk we've had on any show. And it's almost as good as what you'd hear on ESPN Radio or uh, oh, yeah. or on Ticket 760. Like, we got it covered. We know what we're talking about when it comes to football, and I think we, gotcha. we just proved that. You may not agree with us. We're not saying you have Well, that's to. no fun if you agree with everything In we fact, say. if you don't agree with us, let us know. We yeah. would love to hear how we're wrong. Sure. Uh, or how Leo's wrong. 
we would love to hear that. I mean, okay. I'm not wrong, but we would love to hear. Phillips is never wrong. Never wrong. But he's wrong about Die Hard. Oh, gosh. I'm not wrong about Die Hard. It's not a Christmas one. <laughs> in any case, uh, long show. Thanks for hanging in there with us. But we're going to wrap it up at this point. Um, so it only goes to say uh, that the Smoking Guns podcast is brought to you by Texas Sports LMT. What does LMT mean? Licensed Massage Therapist. Oh, yeah, so they uh, Texas Sports LNT specializes in sports massage, sports stretch, uh, Swedish and deep tissue massage. God, that sounds like so relaxing right now. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Texas Sports LMT has been in business eight years and was nominated Best of San Antonio three years in a row. That's pretty good. It eight is. Eight years and then three years in a row of that. Eight and we years. need to reach out to her. That may be updated. It might be four now. It could I be. I think they've done yeah. the Best of San Antonio now. She might be on there again. A fourth time. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll check We'll check for you guys. Um, she worked alongside the San Antonio Commanders when they were here, making sure that they were game ready at all times. Uh, she's also worked and provided sports stretches to numerous players in the NFL. Uh, she's worked with them for the NFL Combine. Uh, sports stretch is structured to be performed on athletes of any size or stature. It's safe for just about anyone who's looking to gain flexibility in order to perform better on the field or in the gym or just in everyday activities. What if you're not an athlete? I mean, we all need to be flexible, right? Right. I, I can feel myself now. I'm in like by getting to my mid forties. I can feel myself losing flexibility. Like oh, yeah. Every single oh, for sure. day. <laughs> for sure. So that for sure would help. So give Laura, the Texas sports LMT licensed massage therapist, a call to set up an appointment today. Her number is 210-459-0176. Again, that's Laura at 210-459-0176. And remember, it's not how you train, it's how you recover. Smoking Guns Podcast is also brought to you by Always Green Lawns of San Antonio in San Antonio. Artificial grass lawns are an incredibly popular addition for many different types of commercial and residential applications. Their turf is child and pet friendly. They design top of the line putting green, putting golf greens and state of the art landscaping lawn turfs for daycare centers, schools, parks, public walkways, shopping malls, apartment complexes, even your home, my home, your home someday soon. Hopefully I hope so. (laughs) Their skilled designers and installers work diligently to create flawless looking artificial grass applications for your location or all shapes all sizes, no matter what the budget is. So you got, if you're not sure you can afford this, call them, have them come out and give you an estimate. They're going to tell you whether you can afford it or not. They're going to find a way to make it fit within your budget. They provide a look and feel that is superior to any other synthetic grass on the market, offering top quality at great prices to San Antonio and the surrounding areas. Imagine doing away with a portion of your home or commercial property maintenance budget while conserving water, saving time, protecting the environment and you know, just saving the backbreaking work of working on the lawn every yeah, weekend. Sounds great. Save money, save time, help the environment with a product that pays for itself. Not to mention their grass products make your property look beautiful. This is a perfect time to call always green synthetic lawns to upgrade your lawn. 210-413-1034. Always green lawns of San Antonio. Give them a call. We are so thankful to our patrons. Oh Yeah. We have Iris and Mo Ferrante that help us make this show go. We love uh, their involvement. They're always involved. They always have something to say about um, what's going on with the show, along with Herman Robles Jr. Yep. 
excellent uh, patron, Herman, Alba Nava, and of course the boss, uh, Jason Torres, Jason sitting right here. Torres. Uh, say hi, Jason. Hello, hello. See, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, he's here. He's still here. Still, still here. He's hanging out with us. Um, we appreciate you guys. Yeah, our no, patrons. We appreciate you guys. Our patrons help us make the show go. Like we said earlier, we're not we're not making a paycheck on this. We're not making any money off of the show. At least I'm not. Um, Me neither. RC. It, it just <laughs> RC's not here. Um, uh, me me neither. You're not, you're not making any money off the show because none of us are. Um, but it does just kind of help us make the show go, and we're incredibly thankful um, for those five people. And we would love to have more of you jump on board and help us make the show go. And you'll find out all of the breaking information as soon as I get it. You'll find out about it. It'll be out there for you. Plus, it's just fun to hang out with us, whether Absolutely. it's online or in person, whatever. Absolutely. Well, it's the year of the gunslinger. I mean, this is it. It's it's coming fast. Um, it's not coming as fast as we thought. We don't get to go to El Paso, but that's okay. That's all right. It was coming a little quicker than I was ready for. To be totally honest, we started, getting adding, nervous. Yeah, we started adding this whole broadcasting side of things, and I was like, all right. And then I was like, wait. so we've got some time on that we're gonna be ready um to go we're gonna bring in the games whether they're here in san antonio whether they are away all over texas um we're gonna be a part of that if you need proof that football professional football works in san antonio Uh you don't have to look any farther uh because we've got the fans got those we got the football got that we've got the food I definitely got that. <laughs> we've got the owner. Um, right here. We've got the ownership group. We've got the hideout. Um, we've got the team soon. Yeah, we've got the hideout soon. We'll have the venue. We've got to come up with a name. Like, oh, yeah, that's going to be yeah, fun. Yeah, we're going to have to name this place. I mean, it's going to have a name, but we got to call Maybe it Maybe a contest? Is this on? Yeah, it's on. <laughs> You're live. I, you know what? I'm inclined to uh, agree that the hideout is a dope name. I like it. But that's for here. That's yeah. the office. Yeah. We got to come up with a name for what? What are the gunslingers going to call the place that they play? The saloon. Uh, well, we'll work out the this. corral. If you've know. got ideas, ooh, I kind of like the corral. The corral, uh, not golden corral, but the corral. no. The corral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is it going to be an all-you-can-eat buffet at the games? Unless, unless Golden Corral wants <laughs> hey, to jump on board and sponsor, and then we'll call the, it the Golden yeah. Corral, man. I'm with it. Um, up. I like to eat so. No, uh, jump on board if you got ideas of what we need to call the venue, the arena. Um, I mean, obviously it will have its own name, but we can uh, we can nickname it something. We need to nickname it something. So yeah. if you got ideas, we got all these cool names. So we got to come up with another one. Hideout yep. is dope, by the way. Yeah, the hideout is good. Um, so if you need proof that professional football works here in San Antonio, you don't need to look any farther than the smoking guns. Bang bang. <laughs>